You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 52 of the Corpse Cast Podcast. I'm Mike, and look who we got over there, people. Yeah, hi. How you doing, man? Good. What's your name? For all the noobs. Come on, we got a lot of noobs this episode. A lot of noobs? Yeah, we, oh. got, a, we got a lot of people checking out the podcast for the first time this episode. Oh, I better be on my best. <laughs> I'm Shane. Hi, hey, Shane. How you doing? How's your week? Same as always. Like I always tell you every week, it's the same. Well, it's the so- same, you know mind-numbing thing that happens every week. Yeah. Uh, uh, mine, too. Yeah. That busy, but normal. Whatever, yeah. whatever you're going to do. Nice and icy and freezing cold here. Yeah, dude. It's bad. I am I mean, I hate that I have to like actually get out of my house to drive to work and stay in a warm yeah. building. You know Brad that. Barker, Victim's Willing? Yeah, I do. He fucking posted something I was laughing my oh, ass Oh, what was it? was it? It was the day of that super freeze, the super oh, ice. The one where I drove to work and there was like an eighth of an inch of ice on my windshield that just froze. Yeah, and he was just like, he, he posted on the Facebook uh, something like, uh, well, I guess I got to stay inside today because if I slip and fall, I'm going to need a crane and five good guys to get me up. <laughs> I don't. FML! <laughs> And I was just like, "Oh, you, I love oh, you, you bastard. funny bastard!" But, yeah, dude, that's you're, he's a big boy. I can see yeah. having a couple fellers there to help him get up. But he's but, a sweetheart. But he's Come a, on, he's a, he's, he's a beauty. Yeah, you know, he's gotta, a big beauty. You got you know what? Aren't we all? He's a bottom. Aren't buddy. we all? Wow, that's a well, that's 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 a, that's making an assumption, but I'm okay with that. Sure, dude. So, um, here's the thing. We set a new world's record with voicemails for this episode. So what we're going to do, you know, by the way, we're episode 52. We're going to be talking about um, a psychobilly band called the Casketeers. Yes. And their album, Wake Up the Dead, which I thought was on Dr. Cyclops, but it's not. No, it's not. Oh, okay. I figure, you know, we were going through a little Dr. Cyclops. Uh, nope. You know, Not on there. there. Okay. All right. Well. They're unsigned. Oh, so maybe they could end up on Dr. Cycle. Anyway, anyway, um, and we're also talking about the 1972 wonderful movie called Count Yorga, comma, Vampire! <laughs> so anyway, so let's get, why don't we do this, dude? We're only in two minutes, but yeah. if this isn't going to be a four-hour show, let, let's we get- got to hit it. Let's get through our business and get going on some voicemails. Yes. Um, I just wanted to mention one thing. March 2nd. 2013. Mm-hmm. There's a little. There's a little place in a little town called Salt Lake City. The place is called Bird Sticky. Yeah, Dance. and we do our video show. We there. do our video show up up on the uh, up on the second floor. In the you know yeah. you know. Which the by the way, not to take away real quick. No, please. Jeremy said no problem. Next go. Boom. Oh, good. We got so, you. so we got you. Oh, good. Dude. We got you. Yeah. Did we talk about our debacle last week? No, we didn't. Our- but. Oh yeah, we had a big man. We downtown music man came through for us in a pinch. We just yeah. went there. Hey, you know what? We got all this shit. We need a film. You got a place for us. And they're like, 
Where yeah. everyone else was like, there's no room at the inn. Yep. Downtown music took us in. They took us in the manger. Like it was our in manger. swaddling clothes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's, so basically we are Jesus. Yeah. Is, is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. All right. Is that. You're weird? Mary. I'm Jesus. That means, well. Or I'll be marrying you. I was going to say, Jesus, did you come huh? out of my vagina? Well. Is that, is that, I hope I didn't Don't offend Don't start any, any, you know, <laughs> legends. Oh. No, don't start any. Let's talk of, about the day that Shane Diablo came out of my I guess vagina. I kind of did come out of your vagina, yeah. didn't you? Duh. Because you're like, dude, you want to come do the pod, oh, become a podcasting oh, oh, like, legend? Like, like podcasting. Uh, oh, so I came out of your podcasting there. vagina. Oh, my podcasting That's vagina sweet. is loose and whorish. So uh, it had to it be was, for you to come out, though. It, I mean, was let's rocky, be it was a rocky road getting out of that. But <laughs> For you, for me, I'm the one that had to stretch around that giant yeah. faux hockey yeah, horse. That's, that's tricking me that. in the labia and shit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wow, that was bad. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, uh, you know, we we record upstairs, okay? But on March 2nd, there's going to be a band from Salt Lake City, Utah that plays on the main floor named yeah. Die Monster Die. We're going to do a little gig. Dude, that's that's awesome. I'm stoked as shit, man. We're you guys play have a lot of new stuff. Good. Well, so we're we're asking everyone to bring their video phones and everything and take video, put it on YouTube. Really? Because I will do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can, I can, we can. Where it's going to be a half and halfer, all new stuff with sprinklings of of classics. So is it kind of like is it kind of like uh, when Queens right goes and plays Operation Mind Crime, goes takes a break and then comes back? No, and, it's oh. just going to be one shot sprinkles oh. in between. Oh, okay. No. All right. All right. I, you know, no. I don't want to do that. You know, I'm just, I know, I know. I, that would be epic, is all I'm saying. I'm listening. I'm not telling you what to nice, do. would be nice, but I'm telling you what to do. Okay, I'm just right. saying. Everybody loves, you know, Operation Mindcrime, but uh, whatever. They do, but people, Utah people, people who are in the in the close surrounding areas, March second, put it on your calendar. Bring your freaking uh, your 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 video phones and shit like that. Yeah, let's all show something. up, man. It'll be fun. I'm I'm stoked. It's been too long since you guys have played. So we've got some exciting little things that we're gonna do that I think people are gonna love. Oh, cool. I so, don't even know about this, but yeah. and, but the thing is, and I'm is, not gonna tell you either. Okay, but. cool. So I can be surprised. But I'll tell you what, though, dude. Um, all the new songs and stuff that you're that I that I've been able to listen to and. You know, whatever, it's Which good. is a good bit of them, too. Yeah. You've heard like 10 tunes. They're good, man. Yeah. I'm stoked to hear them all polished up, ready for the live show. You got the mask on. You're you're on oh, the skins. Yeah. Is, that, uh-huh. is that what cool drummers you, say? Yeah, you can the call skins. them the skins. The skins. I like the skins. Okay. Awesome. I hate when they call it the kit. Well, I got a kit. My kit's a five-piece. Oh, I don't, like, yeah. It's a drum set, baby. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the skins. I hit the skins, man. It's a, it, it, you know, that kind of gives me the skins, Texas Chainsaw bro. Massacre, you know, stretch over a snare drum, somebody's oh, yeah. back skin and shit. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Ooh, that's filthy. Anyway, just listen, March 2nd, get your asses here. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Come out okay? and have fun. If you're within 12 hours of driving. Yeah. No? Yeah? No, yeah, 12 okay. hours is right, good. That's fair enough. Um... Let's see what else. Oh man, I I wrote down a lot of stuff. But freakend. Oh, oh freak. Oh, we're definitely it's coming up. We're definitely bringing up the freakend. February eighth to February tenth, Winchester, Virginia. Go to the. Actually, go just go to go to Zombie TV's Facebook page. It's all there. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's gonna be fun as shit. And people. I I look through the list. Mm-hmm. Of all the events that's going on, yeah. that's gonna be a busy week. I'll tell you. Oh, it's weekend. gonna. But it's gonna be fun too. And I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty happy. I'm now. I hope that Steve from the White Label Lounge isn't listening right now, because mm-hmm. they've been talking about a lot of bands that you know for their show and whatnot. 
Yeah. I'm just glad none of those bands are going to be there. Like the ones recently, they're oh, all, yeah. they're all a bunch. I don't know. It's just, it's just music I don't care for. They're sure. wonderfully talented young people, but none that I Always. care for. Everything's you know? beautiful and wonderful and talented. And I just and, don't care for it, you yeah. know? So, but we're going to have some awesome gore like Kung Fu Dykes. We're going to have, uh, uh, you know, a couple other bands. But I think the big thing is, is man, we're going to be watching some movies. We're going to be screaming. We're going to be doing some karaoke. They're, they're doing Plan Nine. They're doing, uh, Return of the Living Dead. D- They're doing Dawn uh, of the Dead. Uh, introduced by oh no, no Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Also introduced by Mr. Lobo. I yeah, think. Mr. Lobo. Yeah. Uh, they're doing the ABCs of Death. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I think. I think it's gonna be a good time. I, I listen. We're flying out there. It's gonna be fun time. If you have any questions, email me about it. I don't have all our shit up right now. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put up a link. Oh no, I'm not. That's a lot of work. Putting up a link on our site and stuff. All I'm saying is go to Zombie TV. Don't do it. Zom-B-E-E TV on Facebook. And it's all there, people. Yeah. If you're in the Virginia area, West Virginia, or what was it? No, it was just regular Virginia. Winchester. Virginia. Regular Virginia. Yeah. Okay. I don't, it's all. Do the, you think they eat the fucking cow balls down there? Cause I'd like to try that. Maybe in West Virginia, but not. <laughs> dude. We have, dude. Okay, you I don't want to try them here. I want to try Virginia. I was gonna fried say beef balls. I could go. <laughs> why, dude? What's wrong with our cows here? We have we have good cattle here in Utah. I don't want to try it here. All I'm saying is, I could take you. I know a place right now up on Foothill Boulevard. Have you that tried we could beef go. balls before? Hell cow no! Balls? Of course not. Some Rocky Mountain oysters? Rocky Shit, Mountain no. Oysters. Hell no, I wouldn't. I guess that's why they call them Rocky Mountain oysters. Well, that's why they call them that here. we got the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, that's, that's what they call them here. And, so, and we got some big balls on those. Well, ones. those bull, man, I'll tell you what, those mother effers are like kidney size, man. Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know that. if I could eat a full two. I don't know if I could eat a full sack. It's got to be painful to eat those, doesn't it? Your, your bite, like, as you bite down, you can... You just, like, fill it in your sack. You kind of feel like Obi-Wan Kenobi when uh, Alderaan got blown up. delicious. I'm chewing my own balls. It's like millions of souls cried out and then we're silenced. And we're silenced. Yes. Uh, anyway, freakend, get a hold of us. We're going to do that. Um, I wanted to mention one thing. Oh, I, man, I have two things left. I wanted to mention one thing real quick about the site specifically. Man, you know how we have the speak pipe? You know, yeah. how, you know how uh, Chris loves the speak pipe? Yeah. Man, it's going to start costing. So, you know, we're going to get rid of the speak pipe. It's going to start costing. It's going to start. We were in a beta thing. It's going to, you know, it costs like, it, they have different levels of, uh, you know, like plans you can get. And, you know, it's really restrictive. We paid five bucks a month. You could only have one minute uh, recordings before you got GP'd. Right. You know, all sorts of stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? There's only a handful of people who ever use it. But, you know, re- what we've done lately mm-hmm. is a lot of people in, in, in our, our voicemails today, they've actually just recorded it on their smartphones and emailed it to me, and that works perfectly. Yeah. So, and as long as you can record an MP3 or something from your computer, you can send it right. via email anyway. Exactly. And I'm just saying, I mean, if you need any help getting us uh, feedback or anything like that, I would be happy to help you. I just, yeah. the, the speak pipe, it's just a, it's just going to become too... Ah, uh, too hard to deal with. I think. And whereas this is a commercial-free podcast yeah, and a free-to-listen-to podcast, uh, yeah, we're not going to mess with it. It makes sense to, uh, yeah, you know, whatever. Free bird, oh, keep, keep going, keep going. Free bird, man. Oh, dude, no. that's beautiful. you know, you just gotta you gotta keep those free 
lines of communication open and the ones that say, hey, we need to charge, we say, hey, we got to say no to that. Absolutely. And that, you know, and so that's what we're going to do. Uh, you still got the bone phone and we still got the uh, uh, email and the MP3s and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, perfect. Awesome. And let me tell you something. Today, people really came through for us and yeah. really abused the bone phone today because we got tons of shit to go over. Real quick, let's go. Let's get right into those. Let's go over the um, question of the episode and then get into some voicemails. What do you think? Yes. This one was from Nikki B. Okay, he sent in this question of the episode. Uh, has watching a ton of horror movies affected you in some way? And we kind of, we kind of, you know, broaden that saying, is being a horror fan affected you? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the yeah. big deal with that? So why don't we do this? Uh, let's just start off with some voicemails. Good. And we're, and they're going to be going for quite a while. So, oh, so yeah. So let's get started early. Good. Starting with Alan. In and out. In and out, baby. Right, Mike was wrong about uh, boners to bone. <laughs> anyway, Skippy. Question of the episode. I'm not really sure if being a horror fan has changed with anything in my real life. I've been a horror fan for so long. <laughs> Don't even yeah, like I mean, what it's like to be a normal. I wanted scary stories. I've got watched whatever scary stuff I could watch on TV. Um, just kept going. In getting deeper into scary stuff or supposedly scary stuff, um, maybe I'm a bit, maybe I've seen so much gore stuff, I'm a bit jaded toward, uh, cinematic violence, you know, uh, people tell me this is the hardcore of the hardcore movie, and I watch it (laughs) and I'm like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that too. Seen worse. So maybe that's it. I mean, I saw one of the August Underground just laughed my way through it. Oh, really? Because that's coming up. That's coming up on that. Uh, By the way, he's right. I mean, I'm kind of the same way because it's like, uh, you know, oh, this is. uh, If a movie is just based on, look how disturbing it is, whatever, I watch it and I'm just like, "Eh, I don't know. It's the buildup. You get all the, oh my God. And then you're like, eh. Oh, it's not. I, I had a way bigger picture in my mind yeah and it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be yeah. but i don't know uh b tow truck called he actually called in three times but the the last one he called in was silent so let's just go ahead we're gonna bust through these two okay hey there want to call in and say howdy to the power bear in the bossy bottom i hope i'm the power bear um, uh, fucking God, this guy. my call in once so kind of coherent and shit we so, appreciate uh, it you know listening to the show man i was kind of Fucking just straight blown back. Oh, you know, dear. fucking creep, creeperson called in. And not just like to say, hey, fuck, you know, he talked about my shit, thanks. Like, he answered the fucking question in that episode and everything. Yeah, that was, pretty yeah, fucking that, was awesome. that was totally cool. Um, that I, I really, you know, that was just badass. Anyway. Well, he's going to be happy this episode, um, too. You guys were talking about, you know, coming to the rescue with the table and chairs. Oh, you're the man. I appreciate you guys actually needing me to bring the table, because that fucking thing is disgusting. And it's <laughs> so is not the been cleaned cast. with anything but spilt beer ever <laughs> as long as it. I know. So it got wiped off that night. So that's yeah, I cleaned it up nice and As tight. for the chairs, I was a little taken aback myself because that's the nicest fucking furniture Val owns. I mean, fucking Mike. I noticed that. Well, you greased shit it up like pretty that. good that night. The only no, I, I did not. That I was very respectful. It's because oh. the guys over that, you know, all of us that hang out over there, we're not allowed to touch that shit. That's where, you know, the girls sitting around the table having foo-foo drinks and fucking playing cards. And she trusted them with you. shit about us, whatever the fuck they do. So, like, 
you're probably the first male asses that have spent more than an hour at a time in them fucking chairs. Mm, really? Um, I feel, I feel for, pretty... You know, I don't know what to say about that. Oh, Everybody that like hands me something <laughs> either expects it to come back completely fucked up or totally rebuilt. Yeah. So she was just stoked that they came back clean and in one piece. <laughs> Love that. We're if very respectful to chairs. She should be. Yeah. I thank her. She should do a better um, job of cleaning that table off. That was, anyway, uh, what the hell else was I Shut up. About? We appreciate it. But yes, it was after oh, I cleaned it up. Fucking Impaler. Fucking Impaler's awesome. Oh, yeah. Brother. This album, in general, is is one of the best, I think. Um, is it? Jersey Devil became one of my favorite fucking Impaler songs <sighs> right off the bat. I love it. I love Impaler. And, uh, that album. I'm not fucking, an Impaler. I dig the shit out of Impaler. First time I saw them uh, was with Shane at a Die Monster Live show. What? Um, they headlined for the uh, Dr. Cyclops anniversary party. Oh, cool. Which awesome. is, oddly enough, right around my birthday, which was fucking cool because I felt like I got Impaler for my birthday. It was so <laughs> fucking awesome. Cool. And I've seen them like three times since. But there. Yeah, there, Club Vegas, Burks. Yeah, okay, so I've seen him. Yeah. Was he there? He was there the time we went there, I assume. He's always hanging around. That's I awesome. fucking seen, yeah. Like, he liked well, a potty. Yeah, he did like a potty. He got GP'd, but here he is. Wow, three minutes of me ranting. Here goes another three minutes, fuckers. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I got to get off that, because... I'll sit here and talk about Impaler until I come in my fucking pants. Well, I'm surprised. I've already did two times since you've been talking about them. But uh, question of the episode. I better answer that because i got some shit to say about that. How have horror, how has watching horror and, and horror movies in general affected me as a person? Um, well, I've, I've learned a lot of life lessons from oh, horror movies. That's a great uh, angle, off, man. Running upstairs is never the way to escape anything, you fucking True moron. That. <laughs> yeah. That's Get great. the fuck out right off the bat when weird shit starts happening. <laughs> Lesson learned. Uh, Secondly, he's a wise man. never, ever go in the basement. You walk into some yeah. creepy, fucked up basement, and the next thing basement, you know... Basically, just you don't go where you can't get out of. How's that? Demon baby or weird fucking ghost... Or don't go down to turn the God knows yeah. what. Hello, peeling your face <laughs> off, ripping here? your fucking guts out, <laughs> overtaking your body. What the fuck ever? <laughs> don't go in the fucking basement. Um, <laughs> next up, sex, drug abuse, alcohol abuse. While well, all great, wonderful things <laughs> will get you killed. Yeah, it will. Yeah. But unfortunately, hey, fuck gotta die from something right well plus i mean if you're um, dying you're like wasted but, uh, uh, above all i think it, it has really like watching horror movies has made me one of those people that you cannot fucking shock me yeah there is nothing you can do nothing you can say that is so atrocious or so disgusting that i go oh uh, man me too because yeah. i just don't have that because they're you used to everybody used to but Back yeah, to like exploitation movies and shit. As they get more, yeah. um, money, I guess, thrown at them. As far sure, as like, you're special at the effects more. and graphics, yeah. or as these kind of effects, you're not going to care. I'm not sure down. how that really works. Don't make me pause. They get really fucking I'm bad. Talk after this you know, thing. I mean, there's some shit that you think, "Oh my fucking god, are they really disemboweling a baby?" You know, shit like that. 
But now I'm to the point where like, hey, you know, look at that. They're disemboweling a baby. That's pretty fucking cool. I think I'm just kind of over it now because of how much I've exposed myself to it. it. It's just like my sensitivity to porn. Like, unless I've, I've been exposed to now so much, needs, but like, unless it's snuff, really snuff. fucking yeah. out there, it just doesn't affect me like it used to. So, but, um, you know, I think that's probably one of the things I love about the horror genre. Is it's, it's prepared me for things like zombies crawling up my fucking leg and, you know, bitey things and fucking things. He got GP'd again, but in, but he called in and, uh, the third time. But and the last there, one was. But the last one was silent. So listen, Brian, tow truck, we appreciate you calling. We love pre- it. listen, man. Love you it. you light up my life. You give Make me strength me to, carry to carry on. on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Seriously. If I'm at the if I'm walking through the house uh-huh. and I'm going, oh shit, something in the basement. I'm uh, at the top of the stairs. <laughs> yeah. And I go, asshole. <laughs> I know you're down there. And I ain't going down. And I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm not going to go into your web of murder. <laughs> oh, dude. Because that's, that's where they like to hide out is the goddamn basement. Oh, they do. Well, and that's where all the shit happens. I mean, cabin in the woods right there. That's where all the shit happens. Yeah. Okay. Like, no, I'm not going down for that. <laughs> I don't go down like that. I don't play that. Homie don't play that. Homie don't. Ooh, a homie don't play that reference. A living color. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Well, like thank you for the like, '90s reference. Yeah. There we go. Uh, let's see. Next uh, call came from the Morrissey of Utah, Chris. Jesus oh. and slaves. Oh, how are you doing, you sexy mother bitch mouths? What? Changing it up. Oh shit! I can change sexiest mother bitch fucks <laughs> never. Hey, I just called. <laughs> Uh, well, coming in through the speak pipe just to heckle you motherfuckers. I hate you. You fucking suck. No, Get sure. off the stage. Oh, yeah, we're, heck- we're heckling. Aww. We're heckling. Yeah, oh, heck- we're getting heckled. We're getting heckled. Can we spoon for a minute? I would I would love to spoon, Chris. Spoon with me. Actually, little. Chris, you know, you've got my oh, number, bro. God, feels good. Okay. Well, I don't have any answers. I don't have any questions, but Clutch is fucking awesome. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Oh yeah, the writer's awesome. Oh yeah, I need you. She was born a dragonfly. Fucking great, Mike. Check them out, everybody. Check them out. They're fucking good. Got to do them for a show. It's coming up. And that's that. Uh, You two, schnoodle, do some schnoodling for me. Maybe you (laughs) guys, if you could, like make out, but pretend (laughs) that I'm in between you guys. Oh no, that'd be fucking awesome. (laughs) That little guy would get crushed. Maybe I'll call it later. Yes, uh, you're gonna have to won't. be the bottom buddy. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, uh, dude, it's good to hear from Chris. You get to see him once a week. I only see him every once in a while. When well, I guess when we if do he a wants show. to be schnoodled in between us, yeah, two guys get to be the bottom buddies. Well, listen, as long he's as, definitely gonna be one because he's in the middle. I was gonna say if he's the middle, dude, between you and me, he going to get crushed. Yeah, there's going to be two bottom buddies in that. Schnoodle. <laughs> Schnoodle right, we'll Fast it. 99. Dude, it's going to be like a train. But I'm sure he'll be to the March 2nd show. I bet he's, sure. I bet he'll be there. Oh, man. That's, and that's, the, I'm putting it on my calendar. The next time I see Jesus and Slaves, Chris, the Morrissey of Utah, Morrissey March of Utah, 2nd, I'll be, be there. there. I'm stoked to shit. his grandeur, six pack abs and everything. Does he still have the long goatee? Oh, that's the, the, no beads, but yes, no. he's got it. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't need to beat up. Braided. For me. 
Oh, is it braided? Oh, yeah, okay. it's braided. Awesome. It's fucking hot, dude. He's hot, dude. I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna grow my goatee out for a while, and maybe I'll braid it. You should put some beads in it, man. <laughs> uh, well, I can't afford beads. What, what do you think I made of money? You can't afford beads. Uh, They're like 30 for a dollar. Oh, okay. So you think I got a dollar. Go. You, oh. You're sitting on your high horse there, you little bitch. Okay. Uh, next call. We, uh, you know what? Uh, besides me and you, be tow truck. Go over to string beads and things <laughs> up there on Sugar House and Highland. I- <laughs> and you can get a whole plethora of, of, turquoise beads for your beard <laughs> all right all right all right i'll work on that okay all right. i'll get some beads going on okay plus how are you gonna get this big giant thing in a freaking bead thing I don't it's know. talent it's an art man. Well, you maybe work I'll, it maybe i'll have you got all that me. grease that you use for it not grease you it's grease wax it up it's wax wax wax, wax right. up the bits yes and then yes. slide the beads on all right, all right. And then wash it listen let's move on because you know what i'll tell you what what who doesn't want to listen to me talking about my beard who? Mr. Creep Creeperson. And he, oh he my God! He called again. back. Yeah, he 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 must actually not think we're tools. So there you go. I am taking Shane's double dare challenge. Double dog. You dare. double dog dared him. You Mr. came through Creep for us, Shane. Creeperson, back oh. calling in. Um, a couple things. Like honestly, um, as far as the question about the movies um, yeah. and how that shapes you or whatever. I grew up in the 80s, as I think you guys did too, yep. mm-hmm. oh, yeah. back when there was black box cable boxes and you were trying to look at the Playboy channel through oh, green yeah. squiggly Holy lines. Shit, yes. and click three My, and slightly uh, see a <laughs> that, that was up, jerk material. Adolescence and puberty and all sorts of weird, fun stuff like it's that. It's funny you mention I think I'm a year older than you. Naked girls in Friday the 13th movies being chased around yes. and shit. So I think any male child who grew up in the 80s watching horror movies as a kid probably came out with a few years of fucked up <laughs> sexual frustrations. Indeed. And then they grow up and do podcasts, girls. right? <laughs> Well, I think honestly for me, <clears throat> my social groups and all that stuff and things that more molded me and kind of fucked me up was probably music I was listening to when I was in junior high and high school. Oh, like, yeah. um, it's weird that you guys did uh, Black Roses and shit because I oh, think yeah. that's kind of what a lot of that shit was. Dude. Yeah, the satanic like, panic, baby. Like when I saw a movie I, when I was a kid, I wasn't like, oh, that's real. But like I fucking thought for sure that um, fucking... An- I'm having a little trouble with the cell phone there. And he's coming back. Uh, getting into mumbo-jumbo that I shouldn't be. So oh, that's a whole other... Bag of worms for another day, probably. Oh, um, mumbo jumbo bag of worms. Wolf call, cut out. Wolfman. I, yeah, he said something really key. I think about um, irreversible and filmmaking, and it's not that you have to make a movie that everybody likes. You have to make a movie that uh, creates an emotional reaction. And it people, did, dude. Whether it be you hating irreversible or Shane liking uh, Black Roses because it's so fucking funny. Like when people walk out of an art gallery, they don't walk out and go. I like that painting. 
Yeah. You know, like they talk it's about true. it in art and cinema is the same kind of thing. Like playing Night from Outer Space is fun because it's a piece of shit and it's awesome. Absolutely. And Absolutely. like Funny Games, that was a movie that fucked me up. Like oh, I felt violated after I saw that movie, yeah, the original. Felt dirty. And um, the European. I wanted to that was from. make people feel that way. You know, like that was like the big punch you in the face moment for me. Yeah, and on a side note, I can't believe. On a side note, he called back in. On the side note, I can't believe nobody said Halloween 3 is a movie they hated when they first saw it and then liked it again later on. But that's Yeah, a that's a good thing. one. That's true. Um, it, it has been I much maligned to you guys that listening yeah. to your show, I just really like you guys. You guys are fun what? to listen to. Like, you guys can be talking about anything. <laughs> and you guys are fun to listen to. Like, oh, man, your show is good, good because your guys' blush, chemistry man. is great. You could be doing a show about cooking or walking do dogs or whatever. I walk some dogs show. from time to time. And you guys are the first people ever in the history of the world that had me screaming, Mr. Big, Mr. Big, Mr. Big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like screaming. Out my fucking phone listening to the show. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god, Mr. Fucking Big. I know, I suck. So that was just ridiculous. <laughs> but um, uh, the 80s, 80s girls being hot, yes. And we were talking about oh, yeah. being a kid and watching Dirty Fit. The girl who got the axe in the face in Friday the 13th, oh, uh, smoking hot. Dude. And then the random one is the girl with the bob, the friend in the movie The Gate. Always had a crush on her. Yes. And she ended up doing a ton of fucking shit as she got older, but I that's do, a, yeah. a whole other thing. And again, to bring it back, I'm a horror dude through and through. I love horror. I would yes. never awesome. ever turn my back on it or anything like that. I grew up with horror. That's I why we love you, man. Live, eat, sleep, die horror. <clears throat> but I do do other things, you know? Yeah. And well, just to clear that up. You know, I'm Creep Creeperson, not Rom Com, Rom Comerson. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm lost now. It's way too late. Your show's great. Creeperson uh, Films, Google it. You again another time, maybe. Wow. You know what's funny is he, he said his goodbyes there. He said his goodbyes. But he called back in. Ah. Uh, I love it. Just a nerdy thought. Me calling back for the third time because I'm a stalker now. Yeah, we love uh, it. Okay, love we it. were talking, or you guys were talking about uh, Blair Witch 2 and the DVD extras. And all oh, the yeah. Weird shit on That's it. Really Did you guys ever get the DVD for the remake of House on Haunted Hill that Dark Castle did? Yes. The title menu for that, if you, like, push the arrows certain ways, it goes, like, flying through and there's a screen and all this crazy shit and it comes back. That scared the shit out of me. No, no, never seen. I have the DVD, but I've never done it. As I was trying to scroll through that uh, menu on the DVD, and I don't know if that was—I think that was before Blair Witch Two, as far as the DVD that had weird Easter eggy. Dude, I'm gonna—I haven't seen that movie. That deserves a watch for me. You guys are great. Um, Chat about that for a minute. Dude, I—I have. Call back, brother. Well, I love it when he calls in. Dude, isn't that nice? He was very he was very nice to us, man. Yeah. I, I am, he's, he's an angel in this darkness that we live in. That <laughs> guy. <laughs> yes, he is, man. Yeah. yeah, dude. That was awesome. You know, it's it's uh um as far as that uh, remake to House on Haunted Hill, that was one of those ones that that it what was it late nineties or something like that I can't remember exactly but I remember watching that and it was I thought it was badass because I mean it's still like remember the whole Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. shaky face thing and all that was still oh, really yeah. in vogue and whatnot and that movie kind of did it and it was I mean I remember I was still living at home 
You know, I mean, that's so that's how long it's been. It's it's getting old, but I need to check that out. I yeah. still have that DVD. Hell yeah, there. man! Dude. I love Easter eggs. Oh, no doubt. No and doubt. just like the the innkeepers thing that we found out about. Oh. I didn't ever realize that, that until Darian posted that. was creepy that. as shit that you and see. And as soon or... as you see it, you go, ah. Because yeah. when that door slams, yeah. I was like, I'm supposed to be seeing something. There's got to be something going on. It was so on. vague, though, dude. It, yeah. was, it was like impossible to see unless you knew where to look. I exactly, mean, that yeah. seeing Claire and she was so like see-through and yeah. you could barely see it. You could barely see it when you're looking for it. I mean, yeah. if I didn't know anything was going on, I would never would have seen that. But that's awesome. And shit we, like that. I love it. And we owe Darian a debt of gratitude. A debt of gratitude. A debt of gratitude. Peg bastard, you're awesome, guy. Yeah, you're awesome. Finding the Thank you. Sherlock Holmes, Colombo, and oh, shit we love him. town. Thank you, Mr. Creeperson. We appreciate you calling in. Speaking of Darian, guess who called in next? Oh, the D-Man. Probably just hey, to talk about Bears. Uh, yes. Darian, the Podcast. Love you, dude. Hey, um, your question of the episode, how do horror movies affect me? Yes. Um, well, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed to talk about this, but I actually can't Gave you erectile dysfunction? Unless my wife screams. So, there's <laughs> oh, therapy for that. I knew it. And, um, oh, damn it. Better. And, uh, there's pills and stuff I've been taking, so, oh, yeah. I freaking love Darius. No, seriously, though. Um, yeah, man, sometimes there's like, you'll catch that one horror movie that creeps up on you in oh, the yeah. dark when you're alone. Yeah. And you won't really be thinking about it, but for some reason, just some random scene will flash in your head, and then the hairs on the back of your neck. I know we have a shit ton of of of, of voicemails to get through. I, know. I need Seven to pause hours. it though, real quick. Okay? okay, dude, let me tell you something. I am a thirty-six-year-old man. Okay, you are. I am a thirty-six-year-old yes, man. Are. I have children and a wife, and I am mature, and I am a professional, and I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you something though, dude. The other day, I needed to go get some, some okay, okay, some deodorant from the basement because we, you know, whatever. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to be a badass. Okay, I'm just going to. I didn't even think about it. I didn't. Even, I, I went all the way to the basement, went to get some deodorant from the, you know, the little storage room. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm yeah, okay, sorry, okay. sorry. I'm with you. Let me tell you something, dude. Even though I'm all these things. I still hauled ass up those stairs. Oh yeah, just because it's all of a sudden something hits me right in the right in the like the something solar plexus is right or something behind. You. And so I ran up the stairs to the main floor of my house and just like real quick. Of course, yeah. I looked around when I got there. I'm like, you're such an asshole, Mike. Yeah. But whatever. I'm just saying. That's that's. It what makes life's me about. happy. It makes me happy. That, that is what that's, life's I'm about. Old just being and creepy, I'm st- it still happens. creeped out like that. Absolutely. I'm just saying it still happens, and I'm old. Stand up, and then you start walking faster and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. It freaks me right up. Anyway, uh, here's a little fun fact for you. You guys were talking about Starship Troopers last week. We love it. Uh, as far as military action goes, 100 percent accurate. That movie is actually. Um, required watching in the Marine Corps, or oh, at least what? it was when I was in. What? Because all those big battle scenes with the, uh, you know, the bugs and all that shit, yeah. Yeah. 100% accurate as far as patrolling tactics, ambush tactics, really? combat hmm. formation. I never would have guessed. I mean, what about the titty you know, and not, washing we in the same room? Bugs or anything, <laughs> I'm more concerned about that. The, the way they were moving and the way they were fighting, that's how we did it. So, that's yeah. interesting. How about that? That? Soapy bodies. Talk to you later. Yeah, did you see Dina Meyer's tits? Oh wait! Yeah, that I've seen, I, it was. Well, you've seen titties. him. Well, you've seen him, of course. But I'm just saying, when, when you're in, because he was in the real Marine Corps, apparently. Yeah, well, no, and was he, he soaping himself up? And was he like seeing Dina Meyer's tits right there? No, that'd be 
well, they're gonna they're gonna allow uh, you know frontline for women. Now. Well, sure they in, as in they combat. should. Who cares? Uh, sure, any sure. female but who I'm wants saying, to go and do it. Maybe listen, there's some that doesn't necessarily mean they get a, tactics. They, I'd like to soap. Listen for real up. equality. For real equality. I'm saying I keep my they, hands to myself. But what I'm saying, you don't is, give no lines. I would like to froth myself up, but just kind of look over and go. There's, there's, uh, you know, uh, Sergeant Johansson over there. You know, she's frothing herself up too, dude. I'll tell you That's what. I'm I mean, all I'm saying is, is I don't want to be crass because you know that we keep the class high, the level oh, high course. on this show. The bar's high. I think that I think that I might join the military right now if we're showering with ladies. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I'm joining right now. Can I say that? Right now. And they go, hey, guys, we got to double up. So, Sergeant Johansson, you go in with Sergeant Diablo. I say, oh, <laughs> and you're like, we got to save water. We got to froth together. Oh, we're in the Middle <laughs> East right now. That water don't come cheap, man. I'll froth. How about you froth me and I'll froth you? <laughs> Listen, let's. that's the most economical way to wash a body, yeah. to have somebody do your back. Ultimate clean with the soap bars. Corey. They only have... <laughs> Seven soap bars. <laughs> All right, Let's froth each other. Uh, GP called in. Let's see if he gets GP. <laughs> Vindicated. What? Mike didn't know it was a cardio fill song because he didn't know that. He didn't know there were lyrics there. He just was. Whoa! Oh, right. cradle fill something. <laughs> I'm not saying that that bad. I think but he has his Now you know what I say. Juggle Why run. the hell are you gonna have lyrics if you don't know what the hell they're singing? I'm not saying oh, they're cra- bad or anything like that, but that's what I'm saying. You want lyrics? All I'm saying, GP, is you're very short-sighted because art is art, and if and if that helps your art, and there are lyrics that it you don't need to always understand them. Listen, you don't freaking understand Bob Dylan, okay? I'm sorry, that's, you don't that's, understand that's Bob an Dylan. Argument. Yeah, no, that's of true. course it's an argument. I'm it's always like, that's what I'm saying, man. Cradle of Filth and Bob Dylan have a lot in common, okay? They have great tunes. Uplifting, wonderful stuff. And then people just clap at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clap! He likes that. Yeah, because because he his his he gets a little more agitated when he's clapping and like more into it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Look at Bob Dylan's going for it. <laughs> oh, GP called back in. Let's get into this, baby. Hey, GP here. Um, I want to get to last week's. Uh question because I had an answer. I just didn't have time to get into it. Uh-huh. Um, the, uh, what hard movie did you not like or hated oh, yeah. first and then go back and sell it again? Uh, you know, there are movies that, you know, I, I start watching, lose interest in it and just turn off and get something else on and don't really get back to it for a while or uh-huh. I fall asleep or, you know, same thing. I just feel not, not really able to get back to it and it's so much to watch. I, I get it. Up. Um, but as far as movies I really hate, you know, I'm kind of like Wolfie here. You know, I really don't give him a second chance. Because you know, no matter how many times I watch Zombieland, Woody freaking Harrison is still going to be in it. So, What's wrong with I like Zombieland. Um, this week's question the episode. How has to make a song about horror it. affected you socially <laughs> or whatever? Uh, Let me put it this way. I wasn't born a horny alcoholic jackass. Uh, I used to be a choir boy, goddammit. No. In fact, I wasn't really all that bad, you know, until I started hanging out with you guys. I ain't that damn happy about that, you know? (laughs) But, uh, actually, you know, it opened me up a bit. Being, you know, watching the horror movies, hanging out with you guys, all in all, it's been fun. 
It's been um, fun as shit. You know, because I, I have friends who watch horror movies, but they don't geek out over them like I do. So no passion. To hang out with you guys, it's it's. This makes yeah. me feel good. It's, friends are it, passionate. It's a lot better. It's opening it's, me up a bit. As you can imagine, about horror. About horror. About horror. <laughs> yeah, he put his belly. Right, uh, let's see. What do we? Uh, Impaler. I'll say something about Impaler. It. I like them. I, it's not something I have in my regular rotation. I will listen. Uh, no, since you're on the uh, the best of Corpse Cast uh, playlist, Spotify playlist, the best, best of Corpse on, Cast. You know, put the shuffle on. So, yeah, no, no, plus that's just the good bit. I, I I like the crypto crypto salad. So, uh, that one. Um, <laughs> in fact, uh, Jersey Devil. Frozen footprints in the yeah, He's from Jersey too, so yeah, that kind of sticks in my head. So, I. I dig them. I like them. Um, I gotta go get back and get some more. You know, and I guess I'll be it before I get GP. All right, I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Uh, I love it when GP actually says the phrase GP. I got it. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. uh, GP, we love you so much. Dang it. Uh, let's see. Jake the Snake called in. Jake. I can change. Jake the Snake. Ah, dang it. I just realized last Friday. It, yo. Right in the middle of the night, last Friday, I'm like, ah, shit, forget right to in the call. Middle of the night. Oh, we sorry, know you, sorry, we know sorry. I hit the dang on the I don't know why. <laughs> we love it. Okay, you. so uh, it's cool, bro. I'll just answer the question of last week really quick. Movie I did like on first viewing, but liked with more viewings. Um, it's actually a sequel to a uh, recent Corpse Cast movie. Oh. Called the Silent Night, Deadly Night Two. Really? Oh uh, yeah. Oh. I mean, because I, 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 I started, I couldn't even finish that. It was so shitty. It was just all flashbacks. I actually watched that movie first, and you know, oh, I'm thinking, you know, okay, they're just showing us a quick um, recap of the last movie, and then they'll get into the new For shit. Forty minutes. Um, Forty minutes later, I'm like, <laughs> um, okay, uh, is this going to be the whole movie? Mm, you know, I didn't really care much for the rest of the movie, mainly because it was just him telling the story, and eh, it didn't, doesn't get all Christmassy until, like, the last ten minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I didn't care for it, but yeah. I kept the VHS for some I reason. I just bought the DVD. I'll get you that. Well, oh, ten years later. One and two. In college, in the computer lab, looking at IMDb, and a lot of people are talking about how funny this movie is. Really? Yeah, so I'm like, hmm, I'll give it another shot, I guess. So I get home that day, grab the VHS, and I actually still have VCR at this point. Shocking, <laughs> isn't it? Wow, you're older than uh, I put in the VHS, and first thing that comes up is the Jennifer Chicks app. I'm like, oh, that's why I kept this VHS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, at so least you're normal. I watched it, and you know what? Despite the 40 minutes of flashbacks, I had a good time with it. I mean, it is funny as shit. I it mean, is funny as shit. Eric Freeman, what the hell happened to you, man? Come <laughs> out of hiding. You're a celebrity now because of this movie. I mean, troll two people are embracing their fame. Why can't you? Love the troll two. I guess you just come out and be like, garbage, yay! Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. So, uh, uh, Jacob. Okay, enough about that. So what was the, um, oh yeah, how has uh, being a horror fan affected your life? I don't know, man, I, I just, I just watch more horror, I mean, 
lately. As long as you didn't get you stuck on the robot watching us in horror. I was a little, I'm trying to uh, uh, balance it out with some comedies and actions. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's all I can say about that, man. <laughs> okay, before I get GP'd, Whoa, he timed that pretty right freaking good. Dingo. Wow, Jake. The you... Dingo ate your voicemail. Well, that was clever. That was a good one. The shame. Wow. <laughs> See, I'm happy with my time. Oh, he's so proud Jake, of himself. You rock. I love you. Jake, thank you so much for calling in, man. Uh, we got a couple coming in from uh, Billings, Montana. Represent James. Now, I know somebody has already probably called in and gave Shane shit about this question about oh. the ragman being on Family Ties. Well, uh, I hate to break with you, buddy, but you're dead wrong. I know. The guy that was with the Michael Fever show, that was Boner. That was right, Richard Boner Stabone. The Boner, dude. I'm terrible. I'll tell you what, man. I don't know what was wrong with me, but listen. Okay, Richard Boner Stabone and Skippy were almost interchangeable characters, okay? At I'm, least give me that, please. I'm pretty good with my my 80 sitcoms. Well, shit, I thought I I'm was pretty too. I thought I was good. too. Now you're now you're just getting all like high and mighty. You're getting arrogant. You're going to lose your you're going to lose it, okay? You're you're going to lose your touch and I'm going to get you. Oh, all right? well, I it's not about that. It is about it's that. It's not about it that. Is. It's just I right, know a lot about that kind of stuff. All right, all right, and James called in a second time. Hopefully he yells at me again because I love it. What's up, guys? Been a while since I called in. I've been so fucking busy. I don't do shit anymore. I'm probably going to sound a little out there. I just got done putting down the first close of primer on a bunny car body. Turns out I have a little bit of a leak in my fresh air helmet. Probably should get that thing there before I die of brain cancer or some shit like that. Question for the episode. thing to do. The horror movies just put the frame down on a funny car. Yeah, I would say that they would. There's been a couple that have been discussed quite a bit on the page that pissed me off beyond belief. I can't even, I, I don't even, I don't even know how to describe it. Huh. I suppose, it's, you know, there are movies that, personally, this is just, in my opinion, that I hate and other people love and I can't understand why they would like them. But at the same time, uh, there's you ate movies up that Insidious. I love that everybody else hates and they probably can't understand why I love them. I liked them, Insidious. That's I like Insidious. He gave me shit for it. I don't think he likes days, me days, anymore because I like Insidious. A water cooler talk for weeks on and I, there's, I don't even know if there's any plausible reasoning why, I don't know, any kind of a movie would just have a negative effect on somebody. No. I suppose that there is. Maybe I'm just too fucking retarded to even understand it. <laughs> Take, yeah, it's just a point. fucking the whole movie, man. Finished yep. up last night. Fucking love that shit. It's so, it's so out there and and I pitched before about things being dumbed down. This thing, I, I guess you could say it was dumbed down to an extent. But sitting in afterwards last night, you having a beer with me, and, and for some reason or other, trying to dissect these whole things, a lot of it made sense. And why we wasted our time to do that is beyond me because it's not supposed to make any sense. It's just like I said, just. Ah, that's right. We'll have a couple of beers and have a shit ton of fun and watch these yeah, things. Yeah, that's what it's all about, baby. Because we our hats back. That's why we do this like podcast. Shit like that. Um, if question would be, do they, you know, make you feel like you want to punch somebody's face in or go out, you know, do bad things? No. That's for, I think that would be for feeble-minded people that just, they can't, 
separate reality from you know, I, fiction, and these things are just there to entertain whether they piss you off or not, whether you like them I, or not. Yeah, that's yeah. I agree. that's I'm totally not, up to yeah. you as far as an effect. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest effect I've had is besides enjoying the shit out of them and being completely pissed off and wanting to punch <laughs> myself in the face with the computer screen Easy. or even having watched that couple of movies just annoys the shit out of me. I hate them. I'll never freaking like them, but... Not gonna, not gonna delve into which one because you know Insidious. I'll get kicked in the dingus for it. I don't want to get kicked in the dingus because it already feels like I've been kicked in the dingus. We're gonna kick you but in the dingus. I guess that's, that's, that's pretty much my answer. See you later. James Irma Gersh from Billings, Montana. Irma we Gersh, love you. you. Want a real kill from you, Gersh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I mean, I, I, I hope you're having to. I mean, I, he, he sounded a little down. Yeah, I he just, seemed. Uh, I just want know. you to smile. James, I want you to smile because smile when, when you're happy, I'm happy. Okay? Just one more time for us. Oh, that is it. that movie? smile, Savannah. I was gonna say that sounds like a Just one uh, more time, Holland Oates song almost or something. Which I it was all filmed in Utah. Savannah smiles. Savannah of course, smiles. I know that. Was that the one where she got like uh, Stockholm she, syndrome or some shit? She was kidnapped by the yeah Stockholm the syndrome. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Of course, I know my. I know it everything. It was all filmed in Grantsville. I, I don't know. Oh, really? No yeah. way. How about that? Utah represents. So smile, James. Just one more time for us. Dude, we got a couple of UK calls coming in right now. Oh, my God. These guys with their fucking ideas. Should we go ahead and start it off with Johnny T? Oh, yeah. Hey, Mike and Shane. Just listened up to your new show. Thanks. Top stuff, so I'm just seeing oh, your you post on your did, Facebook. Did you? Like your question of the week, which <laughs> may be the question of the week, may not be, but you've asked the question, so I thought I'd send an answer in. Oh, hello, yeah, it's Johnny T, by the way. You know I was just going to say, I just want to hear your voice, um, bro. Your question is, like, has um, watching a ton of horror affected you in any way? Well, I would say, yeah, because younger, I used to watch horror films with my friends, whatever else and stuff, <clears throat> and then this thing came along called the internet. And then from that, the internet, internet. Um, I got to meet people um, in the States, them there, but to call them Yankees, or whatever you call them, you know, Limeys, talking to Yankees, <laughs> having a good time, swapping things. And then, sure. for some reason, years ago, some guy started up a podcast. I think his name was Root Rot. Oh, you yeah. Midnight um, Podcast, baby. And then he that the led on to me listening to Horror Etc. Which then led Love to of- kudos, a lot of kudos, to um, a little old thing called Cadaver Lab. I've heard of those so guys. So listen to that. And then it's gone on to Corpse Cast. Oh, I've heard of those guys too. Obviously now the incarnation which we know as Mike and Shane. Oh, we lo- so, I, I love from Shane. being a 12-year-old boy, yeah. going all the way through to nowadays, <laughs> uh-huh. technology, yep. to this and this. And now, on the Facebook group, all I see all day is hairy man boobs. <laughs> so horror has affected me. It's made me physically sick. Yeah. Double boobies. Oh my God, man. Look, there's got to be some censorship in this group. God, man. Yes! <laughs> Fucking hell. No, man, it's, it's a good thing, really. Yeah, my yeah, belly's affected there. you. Probably changed all his life, really, in a kind of like a, a cynical, nice kind of way. I absolutely Because uh, you guys are all fantastic out there and stuff and that. And mm-hmm, uh, I think it's affected us in the way that it's made it great. You know, getting people, like I said at the beginning of your last show, there is some haters, and Mike knows all the shit I got from my review of... Um, yep. What the fuck was it called now? Megan is missing, piece of shit. But there you go, that was my opinion. But you're and everybody's entitled to their own opinion. If somebody wants to waste their time, you know, slagging off whatever else, it's your time wasted, not mine, you yep. know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, with it. And anyway, Mike, yeah, I need to find out. I see this zombie TV thing. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm going to have a dig around and uh, have a look tonight. And then if I don't find it, please let me know. It's on the road. Anyway, guys, keep up the great work as usual, and I shall speak to you soon. Take care. Johnny T, 
out. You know, that's one thing I never thought about. Johnny's Cult Films. Johnny's Cult Films. Blogspot. Com. Uh, by the way, I just made somebody's vagina dry up. I've actually been told that my British accent makes her vagina dry up. I, that, that's actually been said to me before. Shut up. Bugger! I see. <laughs> see, you're a fucker. You know what's great is I I call my kids buggers sometimes, yeah. but it's not swear here, so they don't care. Yeah. It's no big deal. I it's not I like I can call them you little piece of shit. You know that's like oh you my don't gosh, call dad said swear piece of shit. I, no, oh, it's every no. other day. It's like this fucking guy. No, no, no. You but piece I, of shit. But I can call them buggers. Okay. You're worthless. What is that Twisted Sister video? What are you going to do with your life? But but listen, I think Johnny I T it. brings up a great a great thing that I didn't even think of. Yeah. It's like because of my love of horror, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we started to, you know, it's not just a passive love. It's something that I, you know, I wanted to go talk about on a stupid ass podcast, sure. which is what we're doing now. And it's like, I mean, how else am I going to meet awesome people from the UK and all over the place, back east? It is West. wonderful, and it, it's amazing to me, you know. Of course, yeah. you know that, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, I spend a lot of time doing this stupid shit, but I love it, and that, you know, that's of a good course. thing. Of course, you do what you love, don't you? And, and that's what I'm saying. Isn't that what life's about? Is doing what you love? Man, I wish it was more about doing what I love. Sure, <laughs> you know? but you know, bills have to be paid, and debts have to be, you know, done. Right and, about that, and and you know, you know, you got to do that kind of thing but you fill it with all the stuff that you really like to do shane i feel like i need a hug right now from you maybe maybe at the break okay absolutely not you're looking like you just hurt my feelings you are looking like (laughs) no way Listen, I know when 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 the hateful when the hate sex guys come on, <laughs> like the anger sex. Yeah, no all way. Right. All, all right, right, all right. No hugging less for you, buddy. Oh, you just hurt my feelings again. That's two times in like thirty seconds. Thanks well. a lot, man. Uh, we have another UK caller calling. Oh, Laura. Laura called in. Lovely she, bird. The lovely bird called in. Here she is. Hi, Michael Shane, it's Laura. Um, didn't think I'd harassed everybody enough on the Facebook group this week, so I thought I'd better send you a voice there. Yes. A um, few things. Oh, my God, I did not realise that Impaler are the same age as me. Um, I, I kind of knew they'd been around for ages, but I didn't realise they'd been around for my whole life. Yes, they That's cool, <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, what, were you, what you guys are saying about um, that movie, Heckler, um, it kind of got me thinking, actually, about how... Um, People are just shit sometimes about Agreed. other people uh, standing out, um, you know, making an effort with their art. It's hard to, like, really put your life and soul into doing something, whether it's, yeah, you know, stand-up totally. comedy or making films or paintings or anything. You know, making any kind of art is hard. Or bare porn. And um, I think that's why I like your show, because you guys, even when you don't like something, you still like appreciate the effort that's gone into it um and well, thank you you know yeah, you I'm always right. try and find a good point um that reminded me of uh something i read about a woman who st- uh, opened a kickstarter because she wanted to make a film i can't even remember what the film was about and um she put a link to her blog on the kickstarter and um before she'd even filmed anything people started um, having a go at her about yeah, her idea shit, and man. basically it sort of ended up where she's actually getting like men threatening to find her and rape her oh Whoa, I, I had to pause it right there okay right now can i mention one thing real quick 
Can we? You know how I've been yes, like, talking a lot something. about my life, about how I go into my basement and run mm-hmm. up and shit. Yeah. Let me tell you something about um, about uh, uh, listen, newly married Mike, two thousand. Okay, we're living up in Mill Creek. Okay, all right. I'm mowing Let's the hear. lawn. I'm yeah. mowing the lawn. Okay, I'm on the riding mower because yeah. it's like an acre shit. Okay, right, it's not right, my. Right, right, right. Okay. I don't own it because you know I'm not like rich or shit. You right, know? right, right. I'm mowing. I have to mow it. Okay? Yeah. Give okay. Me, shut up and give me. Just let me tell the story, okay. please. Anyway, so. I'm listening to the Slipknot, okay? I'm listening to their album, Iowa, and People Equal Shit. There's a song, okay? People Equal Shit? People Equal Shit. That's what it's called, you know? And all I'm saying is I'm driving around going, oh, my goodness. I'm Here I am, newly married, and I'm driving around. You're 2000, Mike. Yeah, I'm thinking life is great. You know, oh, my goodness, People Equal Shit. Well, what's wrong with these mother effers? heavens to Betsy. Well, these guys are angry. You know what? I wonder if I could share some goodness with these guys. Well, let me tell you something. You sent them an email. No, I no, no, no. All I'm saying is, is... I didn't get it at that time, but after the internet and after the podcast and after all the stuff that we've been doing and after all I've been reading, I'm starting to think that, you know what? People equal shit. People equal shit. Yeah. Okay. Because if they can say it, they all say it. They will. And you know what? Oh, never mind. I, you know, I don't want to go on a rant. Laura, you're, we, we, I, I, I just want to say that I'm totally behind you on this. That is bullshit. The, what you're, you're, what you're saying. Because they were so angry. It's unreal. Um, proposed film idea. Um, it's just crazy. Like she was scared. She closed down her blog, and I just think it's that's unreal. That's bullcrap. Kind of what you're saying, where that's people say these horrible things and don't realise that they can have a massive effect on people's lives. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if she ever went ahead and made her film, but I just think it's insane that people are just so like oh, threatening to rape a woman because she's making a film you don't like the idea of. It's just. Oh, it's horrible and horrendous. People um, equal yeah, shit. Yeah, anyway, on a people lighter note, unless Ray P. Bean. That's me too. The question about being affected. I got one in mind, right? I'm not going to say who it is, but I know. I know who you're talking about. It's like, say it to me, mouth it to me, so I Quit being a bunch of assholes. I know it's hard not to be an asshole, but you know what? I love being an asshole. I'm not, you know what? But I love it in a sweet way. (laughs) It's like, you know, the best job you can do at being as polite of an asshole as you can. You know what's so funny is that when, when the first second you said, I know it, dude, I knew exactly who you were talking about. Anyways, let's move on. Sorry, Laura. Two answers. When I was a teenager, and I used to watch ridiculous amounts of horror films. And be um, scared pretty much all the time because I'm a massive wuss. <laughs> I was um, I used to pull stupid faces when I was in the shower because mm. I had it in my head that if yeah. if I were in a horror film, I wouldn't be pulling ugly faces, so I wouldn't get stabbed to death. In oh, the that's shower. good thinking. Yep, yeah, that's uh, the that's kind awesome. of weird <laughs> thought processes that I used to have as a young teenager. Oh, and um, awesome. more recently, it's probably affected a lot of the work I do at uni because um, I think that I'm constantly seeing themes reflected in the plays that we're studying that are 400 years old that oh, I yeah. still see in horror films that are coming out today. As well. And I guess it's kind of related to what Wolfie was saying, um, that people like looking at horrible things, um, whether they admit it or not, I, everyone does. And I think that we, as horror fans, are probably just more aware of that side of ourselves. And we don't mind admitting that we're watching things that make us uncomfortable. Yep. Um, and I think it's good, like, 
I think people have all, obviously people have always wanted to see horrific things. That's why horror films are so popular. That's yeah. why um, really like super violent plays like Titus Andronicus are so popular. Um, I don't even know, know what that is. You're too smart years for ago. Um, Yeah, uh, that's what I think about that. I sort of lost my train of thought there. Anyway, okay. Uh, hope this isn't too long. And, no, perfect. Um, yep, it love the show perfect. as always. And. Uh, Speech guy saying, "Okay, bye." Oh man, you He's know what? Do you know what she just guy. sounded like? By the way, can I can I just bye. mention something? I hope I don't make her feel uncomfortable. She said, bye. She did. Yeah, have you ever seen you? I mean, obviously, you've seen uh, Shaun of the Dead. Uh-huh. You know when his girlfriend keeps like, you know, his totally cute girlfriend's like leaves a message and she's like, "Oh, bye, bye, bye." Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. she just sounded like. That's hot as shit. Okay, That's bye. Oh man, I'll that see was you awesome. later, you big fucking pigs. <laughs> F, the F word's barely a swear word over there, by the way, well, so you can fucker. say that. Yeah. You fucker. And you know what, too, is I can say fucker. shite all day long. Shite. Here, I can say shite yeah. all day long. I can say, sh- in fact, I say shite in front of my kids, so and it's not be, a swear here. That would be nice if she called in again, but she was like, anyways, so and and I really like this film, and I like that, so see you later, you fucking pigs. <laughs> I would like her to call me an effing pig. I would love it. I, yeah. I I think I would love that. I think I would a lot. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lauren called in. Uh, Lauren. She's going to be the freaking. Can we just say that right uh-huh. now? Plus, we love Lauren. What are you yeah. going to do? Here she's she in the V-dub. She, what's the she's V-dub? in the V-dub van. What's the, she's picking us up. Oh, is that right, baby? Yeah. Well, I hope so. Uh, hope I didn't read that wrong. She's got the V-dub van. She's going to pick you us up. You drive a VW? You know what's funny is I've got something to say about the V-dub van in the movie we're talking about today. Uh, so do I. How about That's that? Strange. Wow, weird. I hope I don't get eaten by a vampire, but here she is. Hi, Mick and Shane. It's Lauren. I'm pretty sick this week. Oh, but bummer. I thought I'd call in anyway. Um, we're thankful. So enjoyed the last two episodes. Um, the question of the episode, I think I talk, I've talked about this a lot on my, my voicemails, or at least... On other podcasts, like why do I like horror? It's sort of a combination a of other things. podcasts. Like, you cheating on us? Started <laughs> watching it with my family, and then sure. it got to be like a subversive thing when I was was little and would like stay up late watching like Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, or yeah. I made a joke about the Howling the Marsupials on HBO. <laughs> I just remember getting really excited to you know stay up to like two o'clock on weekends being a little kid and like not even understanding what the fuck was going on there. <laughs> what happened? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, excuse me. Fuzz. Um, Oh, thank anyway, you. What thank else? you for that. Uh, and then when I started like breaking bones and stuff, um, which is, it got to be cool. like more like normalizing and, and comforting to see, Something like that than to see. That's what it is like for it. me now too, especially um, the old stuff. I don't know, or it's just more relatable than some cheesy romantic comedy, um, and also just in general, you know, like I don't know, I like mud and dirt and earthiness and um, hairy bellies. Horror Please movies definitely that. can have that aspect to them, and um, even with bad ones, it's really rare. Well, it's not that rare, but usually at least, um, even if you don't like it, it'll be visually interesting. Um, 
and um, that's, that's all I got right now. And um, I got my freaking tickets. Get your um, freak the movie the film before they had them online. So they couldn't give me a confirmation. Well, we have some sway with them. We have some sway with them. We'll be cool. I'm, I'm You're in. in, baby. And um, so looking forward to seeing you guys there. And um, it's going to be awesome. Love you guys. Oh, yeah. Bye. We love you too. And I'll tell you what. You know what's going to be cool is Lauren has been there from the beginning of the Corpse Cast. She's been there. I text Lauren. Yeah. Hi, how's it going? I'm not feeling very good today. Maybe you yeah. can help me out by yeah. cheering me up a bit, you know? All yeah. I'm saying is it's finally going to be good to actually meet somebody who I feel like is a pretty good friend of mine. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Which is awesome. All these people I feel like are my good friends. Absolutely. I think that's what technology gives us. Is I you love can technology. build, create relationships with people, and they can be far away, but they can go, man, I like this dude. Do you so know? I like that dude too. Do you know? I like that girl, dude. Do you know who never would have met had it not been for technology? Who? Me and you. Me and you. Because you remember, I was an examiner, the Salt Lake Horror Examiner. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Salt I'm like, Lake City. Oh my gosh, Examiner I, I could still actually, you know, put. I just am too lazy to do that anymore. But I'm like, you know, there's a there's a horror band in Salt Lake City. Let yeah. me meet Shane Diablo. And Shane, can I just say to you, yeah, that you have you can say that, all that, these great that, things. That technology me. has made me, has given me one of my best friends in the world. Isn't that it, it see? Is. Isn't that wonderful? That is wonderful. It's man. like like GP and yeah, the lovely bird and Jonathan and everybody. It's even though we're like, even though you know I hope we see away. all those guys. I hope we see everybody who listens. But I'll tell you what, it's just great that we get to interact with them. Technology. Yeah, you hear them every week. You know what? I, you know that redheaded dude on Napoleon Dynamite? I love uh, yeah. technology. Yeah. I love it too. So okay. do I. Can we just I go ahead too. and say that? Um, Levi called in. Hey, Mike, it's Shane. It's Levi. Levi! Uh, Sorry, did I take your line? So much fun. Hey! And Mike, I'm <laughs> glad you didn't get Mr. Big because Mr. Big is poo. That's true. That's Why, you love Mr. Big. I think your mind was just trying to block it out. I'm, I'm just going to take the fifth right The Black Roses was excellent. The first time I saw it, then the second time I saw it, I went, dang, that just isn't funny anymore. I was a little upset. But you guys set me straight on that. Listening to you talk about it, I uh, realized just how much fun that movie was. It is pretty fun. I think the second time I saw it, you know, I was just in a bad mood. Maybe watching it with my wife was not a good idea. True. I'm pausing him. I'm pausing Levi right in right in his first voicemail. Hey! Let me tell you something, dude. Yeah. I don't know what it is about me. I feel like I'm a pretty even keeled dude. Even but keeled? mood even keeled. Okay. okay. But my mood has a lot to do with how much I like whatever I'm experiencing sure. during you know that mood. Yeah. And so listen, also mm-hmm. it's hard, when when you're watching stuff with your wife, because I remember let me tell you something. Let me tell you what an asshole I was to. Okay. I'm really opening up this episode. Dude, a little while back, me and Amber were like, you know what? We're going to go on a little vacation. You know, and I'm like, you know what? I got a great vacation. Let's drive to Denver. Down Let's go see Kokomo. a... Let's go see a Bobcat game against Kokomo. Air Force. Okay? Exactly. And then the next day, let's go see a Broncos game. Yeah. Okay? Well, in between there, we went and saw like Saw 3 or some shit. Yeah. 
You know, and watching that with my wife was no fun. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. It, Saw? It was just, yeah. Saw with the wife? No. Saw, no. She did not like it. So, She's you know, not a big horror nut. So, well, you know what? She she completes me, I guess is what I'm saying. She, we're, 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 you know, she evens me out. She even kills you. She, she makes kill, me on an she, even, on an she, even she, kill. She kill O'Neal's me. Ugh. Okay? Isn't that, that isn't That's that pretty precious. romantic. By the way, do you oh. know what Monday is? Can I just mention this real it's quick? It's your anniversary. Our 13-year marriage anniversary, man. How about that? What are you going to do for that? Well, we're, we're actually... for sure. Well, Sizzler, for sure. I think I'm going to take her to a Jamaican cruise, actually. Jeruba, so that's cool. Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take it But you know what's going to happen, don't you? We're probably going to cheap out and just do a Mazatlan or some shit. It's up to oh. her. She She's in charge. She, she's in charge. She does time. that. She's, she's in like, charge. Whatever gets you in I told her the, I want to go to Jamaica, but she's probably going to... Whatever gonna gets you in the Pleasure Palace that night my, is the key. My house is the Pleasure Palace, baby. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm just. I mean, the after, extra pleasure town happens. Uh, okay, on the all I'm saying is it's I've been. Got to. I've been married for 13 years. She is in her sexual prime. Can I just say that right now? She is in her sexual prime right now. That's true. It's like 30, 30s. They yeah, get into and that's it, where huh? she is. She is. She's my same age. You know, she's yours is gone. 18. You're you're out. I'll tell you what though. She she can still you know I'm not to get too personal. Still she can still work that magic, baby. Keep. By Peter Rabbit pumping. Thirteen years. How about that? I I'm pretty <sighs> proud of myself. I'm that's you know, good. Whatever. Let's Not a lot on. of people do it. No, well, whatever. You know. Yeah. Listen, she is my rock. Can I just say that? We're gonna move on. We're gonna stop talking about it. Levi. Here here you are, Levi. Uh, uh, it's peaches and herb. Oh, is that right? Okay, Levi's Solid having as a rock, peaches and herb. Oh, you're right. Listen to that. You're right as shit. What else was peaches and herb? That was it. Probably got it. Some oh, here we go. Here right we go. about where you want it. But, uh, dude, that that would that would have ended the rape streak pretty nicely because it's the <laughs> I don't only know what he's talking about. We skipped a little. Funny that features rape. Uh, <laughs> funny features rape. One that's not oh. funny that I absolutely loved was uh, Abel Ferrara's Miss Forty Five. Oh, um, dude, I love that poor movie. Girl is mute. Uh, working for a fashion she got raped two times in one day. Eighties, right when it was oh as grandiest, from what I can tell from movies in New York, um, she gets raped twice in one day. By that's right. That's what I'm saying. And it snaps her poor brain, and then she goes on a vigilante spree, and it's really, really. As good. you do when you get raped two times but, in another uh, yeah, effing day. Yeah, movies, dudes. I cannot wait to hear you talk about humanoids because I absolutely love that. That's coming up. That's uh, coming up for your question of the week. How do you think horror movies have affected you? Uh, honestly, I'm not sure that they actually have, other than they affect me temporarily, emotionally, and when I'm watching them. And then over the long term, I don't know if they help me deal with any, uh, you know, kind of problems or facing the fear of death or any of those things. Yeah, you know, but they chill you out, bro. Stuff I could mentally get into trying to justify why I watch them. Um, and I think, why do I have to justify it? Dude, I was Touché. three years old driving by the movie theater with my mom. And uh, I remember my little brother in the front seat, in the car seat, which was turned around backwards. He was a he little baby carrier. It's not even he a little. real car seat. We were in a station wagon. Yeah, he was turned around. No no airbags, of course, back in 78. Oh, yeah. No, 79, excuse me. Oh, and, pardon uh, me. Yeah, my little brother. He's my age. I looked at him, and I looked over to the left, and I see the movie poster for Alien. And I said, Mom, I want to see that. And she <laughs> said, no. 
you know, <laughs> just kind of off the cuff, no, of course not. No. And I only remember having a nightmare one time uh, from a horror film, and that was the end of the first part of Salem plot work. Oh. Oh, he's having, oh, he got GP'd. Here he is again. Ah, GP. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, Danny Glick coming up out of the grave to bite totally, Jeff Nicholas on the neck. That did give me a bad dream. That's, uh, totally. I did have a bad dream about ventriloquist dummies once, which might have been because of that movie Magic with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. But, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't that good. Uh, it was horror right. movies, you know, I got scared watching Alien with my dad when I was six. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, they never really did anything bad to me. They, they didn't change the way You're I live pretty my life. solid, dude. Um, I don't worship them, you know. I just, I just love them. I have a connection with them. I always have. Ever since I can remember, my first memories involved, you know, seeing Michael Myers walking through a parking lot. My parents were watching that movie one day, and I peeked around the corner of my bedroom, which was facing, the television was facing my bedroom door. So, you know, <laughs> thinking, go to your room, you know, Peek while you watch movies. That yeah. might <laughs> We have a problem but, uh, with that with my know, daughter. That stuff always fascinated me. Never really terrified me. I just, just love it. And, uh, you know, awesome. I don't care if anybody judges me wearing horror shirts or not. I never actually really come across that problem. Uh, in fact, the opposite has happened, so maybe it does affect me, but my Texas Chainsaw shirt with uh, Bubba holding his saw just smiling ear to ear. I've gotten more comments from women on that shirt that they like. Women? The women? Three or four, and a couple of them Stop. really beautiful girls. Like, oh, I love your shirt. Nice. Really? What is the deal? No one ever comments on my clothes, but, you know, so... I wear I don't know. horror shirts if every you, day. You can meet the people that you want to meet wearing, wearing horror duds and... Um, I get a lot of comments. You know, watching so. those movies and standing in the horror section, you know, you can, you can meet people if that's what you want. You know, I don't know how it affected me, not psychologically. You know what we ought to do? I paused it. I paused yeah, it. Yeah, Levi's man. bringing up a lot of good points right now. Can I, I want to, I want to mention something right now. And I was thinking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, a couple of months ago. It's been a while, but you know what would have been great is right. like a documentary based on 80s slash early 90s VHS, like video stores, yeah. you know, the horror section or whatever, kind of getting an idea. First of all, of, you know how they used to like really, uh, decorate that shit out. You know, the horror section. Right, right. I remember, what was that? The movie buffs here. They had the whole, they had the whole like room and they had smoke going into it and stuff like that. But you know, I, I, I would love to see a documentary about some of the greatest, you know, uh, VHS stores back in that time period. No. You know, shit, that. Dude, you know and talking the, to some I of the people. I literally was just like, would go into the VHS yeah, store dude. and go, Holy shit! I want to see this. Oh Absolutely. my god! I want to see this. Well, I want to see this. And not. Oh, but the thing is, is back then the video covers were so amazing. Yeah. But not only were they were they amazing by themselves, but a lot of places had this whole like setup for horror. See, it was not amazing. So much in Salt Lake. They really? Never, because they up never in Lake, had like no no like. Well, let me tell you something. The, hoo, 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 because back in the day, at movie buffs and a, a place called Top Hat Video, which is still here, which is actually in uh, Woods Cross yeah. or North Salt Lake. I, uh, oh man, it's right on the border. I don't know if it's Woods Cross or North Salt Lake, but they they had a great old horror section, movie buffs especially. I, I mean, I went to high school up in Kaysville, so you know we'd go. I, and most of the chicks I dated were up in Kaysville, so we'd go driving up to Layton, which was which bordered Kaysville, and we go up there to the movie buffs up there. Holy shit! It was they had decorated. A, to oh, the it was it was like a it was like it was like uh, 
didn't you just watch that uh, that uh, documentary about uh, you know getting your getting your yard all? Oh yeah, dude, up loved it. The, yeah, it was great. But that's American what it was. Scream. Right? American Scream, which was by the way, that's uh, by a Utah filmmaker. By the way, thank you very much. The the dude who did the best worst movie, which is on the list for the Corpse Cast. Oh, right? That's awesome. Anyhow, oh yeah, okay. Sorry, sorry, Levi. I just wanted to mention that I wish there was a documentary about uh, the horror movie sections in eighties slash early nineties uh, VHS. Maybe you'll set it in motion. All I'm saying is, is I uh, that I don't I it, that's shit that can't be recaptured, man. That just doesn't yeah. exist anymore. You know, what I mean, now we have Amazon on demand, Netflix, and all that shit, oh, which yeah. is which is freaking awesome. Don't get me wrong; I'm not complaining. But back in the day, I remember taking some hot ladies. You know, back in the horror section, I'm like, oh, you know, let's let's look at House. Look at House. Your tit. Exactly. Well, I look at this maniac cover. You know what? My first like actual kiss when I was early, early, you know, in the dating scene. She's like, what do you want to watch, Michael? We watched like, a horror movie from one of those places. I had like three movies in your head. So you're like, hmm, I don't know. Well, I had like 10 movies because I was going to watch them after I dropped her off and shit. But <laughs> she's like, well, which one do you want to look and just give me a kiss? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, whatever. And you're like, uh, I don't really know how to react right now. dropped all the tapes and <laughs> kissed her. And it's like, it was beautiful. It was, uh, okay. That's, that's, that's for a different heart. podcast. But all I'm uh, saying is that would be great to see a documentary oh, about yeah. all those old horror section in the VHS movie stores. Okay. I had a sixth grade teacher who thought that I shouldn't be reading Stephen King. That guy hated me. Uh, <laughs> it disturbed me a bit, but it didn't deter me. So screw that sixth guy. Sixth grade English? But teacher? anyway, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, Stephen King wrote in English. You on the phone. <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, he called back, even though he he sang us out on that. So let's hear what he's got uh, to say. I can change it to the third one. I know. I, I will stop. <laughs> but uh, I, I was I was just thinking, horror affecting my life. Yeah, yeah. I'd say actually it has. I I just realized something that because of horror and my love for it that uh. When I get on Facebook on a daily basis, I am faced with oh dear. a terrific picture of a man's breastful. And now, bookie boobs. <laughs> that is horror. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, the Corpus Facebook page is very eclectic. Anyway, Can we say I'll that? I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. That was it. That, that was all you had to say about that. But I'll tell you what, man, the Facebook page, though it's fun as shit, Every once in a while, you'll see some disturbing images. Okay? Yeah. Listen, we saw Linda Blair's Harry Bush. Yeah. Which was hot, and I'm just wanted to make sure she was 18 about that. But you know what was put on there yesterday? Oh, uh, yeah. You, this sweet mama, this, Tum, the tumness. I. You know what's funny Sir is tumness. I, to me, being this hairy is normal, but to everybody else, it's kind of weird, and I notice that, which is cool. Well, it you're it you're a at, you're a baby seal, dude. Shane. I do not have hair on my body. Well, you know what? All I'm saying is, is I'm just fl- overflowing with testosterone. Can I say that? That makes that makes me feel better about myself. Just give it to me. Just give it. To am me. I like powder? <laughs> if I if I'm like I have no hair on my body, it's like oh he's like powder. Oh uh, no, you're hot as shit too, Shane. Okay. Uh, listen, the you're guy a hairy bastard. I am. Oh my gosh, sure. I'm a hairy bastard. Listen, Nikki B, who actually came up with this question for the episode, the called in. Yeah. So let's. He called in a couple times. So let's hear what he's got to say. Okay. Hey, Mike and Shane. This is uh, Nikki B. As you say on there. Nikki B. The question of the week and how horror has affected me. Yep. Nikki B. You're uh, free. It's, it's kind of weird. So okay. Now before I get into it, remember 
no judging me on this one. Cause We're not going to judge you, bro. I'm kind of a douche after a while. It happens. Okay. Uh, I've been having kind of weird dreams every oh. so often. Nothing I can't handle. Nothing too freaky until <laughs> one day. I was sitting there dreaming, laying in bed, actually, and I was dreaming I was helping an old couple do some work around the house. Oh, nice. You're and a very charitable brother. One of the things they wanted to do was carry a big pot into the kitchen for them. And I looked at the pot and I said, Man, that's pretty freaking big. What are you cooking in here? They <laughs> said, Old man said, Oh, I like to cook oatmeal. Like, okay. Oatmeal? Well, that's kind of weird. Well, what kind? He says, I like to cook human flavored oatmeal. Whoa! <laughs> and then he started coming after me with a paddle, started hitting me. <laughs> well, as he started hitting me, I started swinging back saying, Get away from me, you ass. And I'm still cooking your oatmeal. And then he started saying, What oatmeal? What oatmeal? And I'm like, What are you talking about? <laughs> so I started swinging at more, and then he started sounding He's more. fighting in his dreams, man. Hitting at him, even though he was trying to cook me. And oh. after a while, I started punching the shit out of him. <laughs> and after a while, his. He's beat up octogenarians. Oh, so I turned to Nick, what the fuck are you doing? And his voice started to turn to my wife's voice. Wow. At which point, I found it felt a big punch to my nuts. <laughs> It was the wife. <laughs> I got kicked off the bed up before I looked up with my wife staring at me like that was some crazy psycho. There's some symbolism. touched her, but yes. I came close, and <laughs> she was really freaked out and told me I couldn't watch horror after that. Really? That's awesome. Why, but she seemed to be freaked out. So that is my story. Now, like I said, don't judge me. Of course not. That is how horror affected me. No judgment. Yeah. No judgment. He called back in. Oh, man. Hey, Nick, again, uh, I'm not sure if anybody answered it, but uh, pretty sure Shane's right. That guy is I know. Uh, that Michael J. Fox. All right. He's, uh, All right. Michael J. Fox Get is, it. Oh, uh, shit. His uh, sister's boyfriend. That artist. I know. Not, I don't <laughs> Nobody would ever date Scoopy, know, and it wasn't his boyfriend. Sure Shane's right. It was uh, Mandy or uh, Mandy's uh, <laughs> friend. What would do it, do it, you do, friend. baby, without us? I don't remember. I just remember the tune. Come on, sing the tune to Family Ties. Come on. No. What would you do, baby? You can't do this to me, man. I'm sorry. I Listen, I feel really embarrassed that I effed that up. Can well, I just say that? Okay. But, but the the reason why people are calling in with it is because you were absolutely so sure. You were going, nope, no. No. They they kicked me off my high horse. I was an arrogant prick. I and admit it. And that's the okay? point. Okay, all right. That, I was an arrogant know, prick. I just laid back and said, no, eh? it's not that. <laughs> all right. Uh, Paul Gautier called in. The Gautieris. Hello, Mike and Shane. Hope everything's going well. Everything's uh, wonderful. Wow, great show, guys. As okay. usual. Um, uh, yeah, question of the week. Um are you guys asking if we've ever been affected by horror movies? Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, that's why I like them so much, because they still affect me. Okay. Um, usually, uh, I mean, I guess ghost story movies are usually what affects me most. Um, I don't know. I don't usually get scared by uh, by slashers or anything like that. Right. So it's sort of the ghost stories that really affect me. I mean, back when uh, I think The Grudge came out... Uh, uh, I know, I was watching a lot of ghost movies, uh, and uh, I Absolutely. had to kind of stop watching them. So I was getting really freaked out fun. at night and stuff, and so I had to kind of put them away. Whereas that was back then. That doesn't really happen so much anymore, but they still, uh, you know, still creep me out and everything. But 
Anyways, um, oh shit. I'm driving home from work, so I better pay attention to the road. Anyway, have a good week. Uh, can't wait to hear the next show. Oh, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Pabliti. PG, good daddies. Paul, good Can we just say, I, I freaking love Paul. That's I think he's a great dude. Right he there. is a solid dude. Uh, you know who called in? We have a first-time caller. Oh, my God. I love these. Coming up, uh, Phil Perrin from Dark Discussions called in. No shit. That's no, weird. No shit at all. Hey, Corpse Cast Deuce. This is Phil Perrin ah, from ah, the Dark <laughs> Discussions Podcast. I'm terrible with these on-the-fly answers, so I'm, I basically wrote it all down, and nice, so here dude. goes. Prepare. Uh, I'm calling to answer the question Mike posted on Sunday during the big game. Has mm. watching a ton of horror ever affected you in some way? I, I think that so. most folks... Or would answer this question by saying it caused them to be desensitized of horrible things Agreed. like violence, similar Agreed. to the argument that video games have done, um, or some other obvious responses such as that anyway. But it has affected me differently. What it has done is it has given me the appreciation of more low-budget grindhouse films oh, that that's I would a good not one. have watched Absolutely. otherwise. Mm-hmm, yeah. I was never a big fan of slashes and such uh, until but, I got into horror. Absolutely. Uh, the types that make... <laughs> Quentin Tarantino became become a filmmaker is basically these films. And uh, like a lot of folks, I think I can have an honest discussion or opinion on whether a B-movie horror film is art or if it is memorable or if it is important, just as I could if discussing God, The Godfather or Lawrence of Arabia or Brokeback sure. Mountain or a number of other... He loves his Lawrence of Arabia. Films. Does he really? He loves good horror cinema. Some of it is extreme and disturbing. Some of it is schlock and exploitative. And some of it is well made that makes you think. But it's all entertainment. And so Absolutely. I'm good with horror films as I would be with non-horror films. So how it has affected me, to answer the question, it has made me not be a film snob since Ooh. I can look at a horror film the same way as I could a regular film. There you go. That's now, great. Now, that is scripted as you can get? I wrote all that crap down. <laughs> but Love it. That's my answer. So uh, keep up the good work, guys, and enjoy the podcast. Uh, this is Phil Perrin from Doc Discussions Podcast, and out. Dude, I'm afraid that... It, I love it, dude. I listen to Dark Discussions every episode. Listen, I let me it. ask you something. Are you scared that one day you're going to like cross him and you're going to find like a horse head in your, in your bed or uh, some shit? No. He's like, I'm from Doc Discussions. Yeah. We, we put horse heads yeah, in your motherfucking like, uh, bed. I hate innkeepers and I love lots of variety. Yeah, man. which I don't know That's what's like, wrong because so innkeepers <laughs> is bomb, you know? I love it, man. Dude, Phil, I listen to him awesome, man. I, every week. I love it. Well, so that's cool. Phil, that we have an appreciation. That's a first timer, right? That's he, a first timer. He he's never him. he's never called in that's this awesome. or the Cadaveral Lab or anything yeah. like that. So there you go. Thanks, Phil. F and A. F and A. There you go. Not an F and A. Listen, uh, we got some. Uh, well, man, we got we got a plethora of Wolfie. We got like okay. a rock concert of Wolfie. Yeah, I I just want everybody to settle in. We got some Wolfie coming up. Uh, let's just do this shit. What but he say? always makes us think. Oh, he's amazing. It makes us yeah, drink. Yeah, we don't, we, we love Phil, uh, Wolfman, even if he, uh, calls it in six times. You know, what are we going to do? He Here he is. calling as many times as Absolutely. He Here he is. Mike Gene, the Wolfman calling in for the first of God knows how many times <laughs> this week. Well, he even called it. getting rid of me. It's as simple as that. And we love you, bro. <laughs> 
Ah, you actually surprised me this week, Mike. I had expected you to say that Friday the 13th Part 5 was the movie that you didn't like too much at first, but grew on you. No, that's a but good one, too. you do apparently still have the capacity to surprise me, even after over 170 episodes of your shows in one what? incarnation uh, or another. Between this and Cadaver. Well, okay, I'll take it. I also appreciated the uh, input from Creep Creeperson. Uh, that's a... I mean, come on. You talk about the guy, and he calls in on the next show. That That's is awesome. Great. That is awesome. But I, I have do to have to dispute one thing with him. As a writer, there are some things that I have written that really should not be put out. Oh, we've got to see it. And, frankly, there are some things that other people have written that should not have been put out. Oh, of course. I don't care if it shows what they were like as an artist at the time. Some things... Yeah. <laughs> there really are no bad story ideas. It's only bad executions. Sure, true. Christ, some people have really, really bad executions. <laughs> Agreed. <sighs> Just look up cupcakes sometime and you'll see what I mean. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do that. Forward. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't motivate me to do that. Moving on from that and getting to the question of the week, watching horror movies has kind of affected me. For one thing, I've got this tension for thinking, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> sure. It doesn't go well for me if I do X. Fill right. in X is whatever you see fit. Turn <laughs> that down that deserted road for a shortcut. Yeah, don't go in the basement. Take of money. Read that old book bound in a queer sort of leather out loud. Yeah, absolutely. Go to bed with that right. surprisingly attractive woman who has an inexplicable interest in men who look like Santa Claus. What have you? <laughs> Some people call it paranoia. I call it not waking up in a tub of ice, wondering if I really needed that kidney, and just where did my left head go? Oh, Dean Wolfie. Guy, you came through for me. That's but great. But now we come to the feature of the show, Black Roses. How dare you, Mike? Oh, shit. How dare you imply that Black Roses isn't a film worthy of deep, introspective reflection? Oh, dear. There actually are two entirely different ways you can take the film, depending oh. on if you look at it surface level <laughs> or if you start to look at it a bit deeper. It all has to do with going back to the 80s, which we'll do in a couple of minutes when I call back next. He's afraid. Of, everybody's afraid of getting GP'd. But thank you, Wolfman. You called back in. I'm now, where breath. Was I? I can't oh, yes. wait. Our hero is stooping the mayor's dog. Wait, wait, wait. Ah, yeah. the satanic panic of the 80s. Here we go. Here we go. How I love rubbing this era in the fundies' faces. Oh, yeah. I love Maybe the satanic panic. saying that I kind of ended up on the short end of the stick of this. Can I pause? I'm pausing it real quick. I just want to say one thing about the whole satanic panic. Loved it. That made shit amazing. Yeah. Dude, with how how scared everybody seemed to be, it just made it that much Every more Every record awesome. was evil. Every band was evil. Everything you did was evil. All it I'm was saying evil coming through. His Twisted Sister is now played in kids' movies. Back in the day, yeah. we were all scared as shit of it. Okay, oh, yeah. Satanic Panic. I loved that. Satanic period. Panic was like the Sriracha on your in your. I thaw. wish Ghost could Dude, Ghost, create a new Satanic Ghost, Panic. If Go- what if Ghost people came like, out back in the eighties? I'm out. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, people are it's people are like maybe maybe perhaps people are desensitized. Mm, to can Satan. we even say that? Yes, because maybe. Ghost should be on everyone's radar right now. Going. 
He's singing about devilish Tipper, shit. Tipper Gore should be freaking out. She should be creaming in her pants She's, about how much satanic shit is going on. It's a new age. Uh, wow, that's Desensitizing What if they Satan. came out? Tipper Gore, they had freaking that dude from from that uh, movie. God, I can't even remember. Gosh, dang it. God what? Hates Us All by Slayer. Whoa, it's like, come yeah. on. Even though... No one's... You know, Even though Tom Mariah actually came out and said God doesn't hate us all because he's Catholic and shit. Yeah. All I'm saying is if Ghost came out and Twisted Sister and all that shit, all hell would have broke loose. And that would have been amazing. Anyway, sorry, Wolfie. Here you go. Uh, but, <laughs> well, there are reasons why hypnosis evidence is no longer accepted in court in most cases. <laughs> oh, shit. And I really, really wish that people would stop thinking that it deserved to be there in cases where it is accepted. <laughs> At any rate, obviously in the 80s, the big problem with society was that there were Satanists everywhere. Everywhere. Even in Walking farming people Utah. by the dozens. Yes. And boy, would yep. you believe it by watching Black Roses. Yep. And this film is so completely different from Trick or Treat. Yep. In that film, the rockers were misunderstood kids who really did mean well, but they'd been pushed too far. In yes. the end, when Skippy saw what he was getting into, by the way, Shane, congratulations, you were right, I he know. wanted to save folks. Yeah. In Black Roses, on the other hand, it's true. The rockers are demons. They are going to corrupt <laughs> exactly. your kids. And they which are is, which going was to wonderful. evil and cause chaos and rebellion and death. Yes. The people who advocate trying to understand the kids are the ones who are ultimately wrong and who suffer the most with their loved ones being killed horribly. That's what I'm saying. Your parents yeah. are right, people. Treat Big Tom pussy. Trump, right? Big pussy Big was pussy right. being killed. Now, right. that is a perfectly valid read of the film. It gives you a cheesy good time and you can laugh oh, it off 30-some so years later. But I actually think there is a bit more to Black Rose. Oh, They're shit. not really saying that rock and roll is going to turn your kids evil. They've got a much more subversive message oh, than dear. that underneath it when you look at what's actually going on. Shit. Look Wolfie? at the town of Mills Basin. This average, everyday town with good Christian people in it as they so vociferously protest. Uh, How could yep. there be any evil here? It must be the rock and roll. The Absolutely. The yeah. And yet this Love town is already a cesspool. <laughs> the parents, at best, are completely ignorant about what's going on around them. Sure. But most of them are actively evil, for all intents and purposes. Oh, they're all abusive. And yes, I do have notes for this. I had to take yep, some in order true. to be able to remember everything I was going to say. In the next, oh, probably two calls. Well, he called more than two times more, but we're going to go ahead right into the next one. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Our hero is stooping the mayor's daughter, but obviously not because he really wants her. He's just keeping her dad satisfied that there's some prayer the bitch will get out of the house someday. (laughs) And Mm. is using that to get all (laughs) buddy-buddy with the mayor because he's running this little one-horse town. Oh, dude, that's beautiful. That stepfather who was uh, playing strip gin, I don't even know how yeah, that is, yep. is a closet lech who wants to be doing his own stepdaughter. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know how to play gin, but I would stress it. Oh sticking God. with whatever the latest oh God, is, primal <laughs> screen therapy in that case, 
the immoral majority are a bunch of castrating do-nothings who treat their kids like nuisances and disappointments at and best. And pirates. And most of the kids of the adults actually look down on our hero for being interested in the well-being of their children. Absolutely. Of course, when you look at his interest in one of them, maybe they should be a little worried. Even this guy, who's supposed to be the adult audience's into the movie, he wants to is a best and at worst has a penchant for stooping his students. There you go, baby. I did not know. Off Johnny and treating him like trouble, but in the end, he's probably about the only kid in Mills Basin who doesn't end up being a demon and trying to slaughter folks. <laughs> Julie, who everybody's fawning over and talking about how she's the good girl, oh, she's ends hot. up being a real mess. Doesn't yep. she? She, she has like a weird bald head. Because even our hero is too self-absorbed to look at the fact that her crush on him is a symptom of something a lot deeper <laughs> and spreads throughout Dude, all this of is wild, kids. what yeah. he's saying yeah. about Black The kids in no right. are empty shells with nothing to look forward to, nothing to keep them tethered. Their parents and the people they should be looking up to haven't given them anything except free. <laughs> is it any surprise then? I when guarantee Ian the director and writer Damien didn't think fight, about it this they much. They all dance to his tune. It's not <laughs> Damien who's the source of the evil in this movie. He's just the damn Piper coming to town, and uh, I love it. He <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the adults in Nell's basin of phone. He puts it best himself. Your kids, you've had your chance. Oh, They're my, my children turn. now. In the end, Faisano isn't saying that Rock really is evil. He's not even just making a cheesy film that could be taken that way. Yep. What he's saying to the parents is that even if your worst nightmares are true, even if that guy with the long hair, the earrings, and the oh. leather vest is the son of Satan incarnate, you're the one who set up what the heavy metal rocker has to deal with. How when Damien comes to call him, you'll get what you deserve. <laughs> If wow. you've done your best to bring your kids up right and actually given two shits about them, they... And I was doing so well, He too. was doing well. He was. Oh, well. Let's see here. Uh, if you've been bringing your kids up right and given two shits about the results, they might listen to The Rock, but it's not really any worse than Elvis or The Beatles. Sure. But if yeah. you're the sort of hypocritical ass that populates this town, <laughs> well, I think the movie kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it? Sure, it's still cheesy and still has. Some I don't think this movie's ever been effects, looked at through this kind of microscope. When you're I don't think it's ever been put through this lens. But I'll tell you what, I like seriously it. wrong interest in some of his students. What do you expect? And I love it. finally, I think the real evidence that this is Faisano's real message is in an rock and roll nightmare in which I haven't hmm, seen it. Nah. I'll leave that particularly delicious twist for Shane to discover in a future episode. Yeah, we got we we got to do rock. I think rock and roll not rock. Oh, shit, I love it, Wolfman. You came through for us on this. We I think rock and roll nightmares on the list. Actually, oh the, man, the corpse cast I'm, I don't future. know if I'm more excited to same guy watch who the movie or hear Wolfie's. Well, breakdown. you're in luck because we're gonna do both. Because Wolfie's gonna call in about that after uh, we watch it, after we talk about it. Love it. That is you know what he called in one more time. We gotta listen to it. All I'm saying is 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 dude, this movie has never been under that kind of scrutiny but as it was I today. Love it. I love it too. Here last time. Hey there, Corpse Cast is here. It's the Wolfman one more time. <laughs> 
just got out from seeing Mama and oh, cool. well, since we're all family here, I figured I'd let you know how she's doing. Oh, cool. Phreatics acting up, so she can't get around that well these days. But mine's still sharp as a steel trap. Trap. Wait a second. <laughs> you guys probably want to hear about the movie. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Just got out of, just got finished seeing that, and okay, what can I say? I've got a lousy sense of humor. You're hilarious. Anyway, the movie was <laughs> Not your mama, the real mama, the movie mama. <laughs> it was definitely a throwback to a. I'd say it's more. Kind of a throwback to the Lady in White, if you remember that one. I do. Not the woman the in black that was out a couple of years. No, the one with Mona from film that was out back in the from uh, Tony Michelli. And show. who's the I gotta boss? say, I'm liking the this trend that I'm seeing. I shouldn't even ask of you. you know your shit Hollywood or at least Guillermo del Toro putting out a couple of films every now and then that might not be. The films for the gore hound horror buff, sure. but do work for those folks who are still trying. You could take your kids to see this one. Oh, really? Not young kids. Yeah, it's not young the balls kids, off but my kids. Teenagers could definitely see it. it the PG 13 rating is perfectly fine, and for once, it doesn't mean that they watered down the movie so that it's not worth watching. I still need to see of this. Of course, game. Guillermo del Toro produced it, and it looks like this was a pretty tight, tied up... Uh, the people involved with it definitely had their feelings for this movie and were interested in it. It wasn't just a job for them. Right, right. And that's Ooh, always awesome. nice to see. Beyond that, biggest thing I've got to say is, God Damn, I cannot wait for Pacific Rim to come out. Oh, me neither. That's going to be awesome. Anyways, this is the Wolfman, and I'll talk to y'all later. Oh, one last note. Oh, shit. One of these days, they're going to make a ghost movie with a happy ending for one. <laughs> oh, spoiler. I'm kind of looking forward to that happening again. I mean, it's, <laughs> at this point, it's novel. It's out of vogue. Anyways, this is the Wolfman. Talk to y'all later. Wolfie, thank you so much for imparting your wisdom on us. He delivers the wisdom, every doesn't week, he? Every single Bless week. Bless him. Gotta love him. Man. Oh man, man. You know what's so funny is that is is after we're you know he talked about the black roses and I'm thinking, yeah. you know he's right. Those were some yeah. pretty. Pe- the, those pairs were kind of shitty. Well, you don't have a movie at Footloose. Yeah, everyone's just like, dude, no dancing, yeah, no rock bad. and roll. The cop pulls him over. You're listening to Quiet Riot, bro. Yeah, that, that ain't that cool. don't flow in that this town. That ain't cool. That this is Lehigh, bro. Yeah, All right. You know, this is Lehigh, like, Utah, in Utah County. I like the breakdown. I, I like his good. moves. I like the way he moves. I love the, the way moves. he moves as well. What are you gonna do? He's calling into our show, he and I appreciate every man. second of it. All right, we got uh, Zoe called in from the, the UK. The Zoe. Hi, Mike. Hi, Shane. Ooh. This is Zoe from the UK. Long time listener, first time caller. Oh, oh yeah. Well, for the cops cast anyway, I rang the cadaver lab once. She sounds absolutely super terrifying. Cool. So I've done a jingle I've belly on a long time before I've been again, but being shamed into it by everybody. Um, shamed and bullied. That's and I wanted what we to do show here. my appreciation to you both because you're both so gorgeous. Um, what? Well, that must mean something different in the UK. <laughs> 
and you do so much for us all. Oh, oh come on! Which, if you go over to the Facebook page, you you actually get to see just how <laughs> much you do do for us. Well, jeez, well, well, I'm not going to forget in a here. long time. Well, thank you very much. I love hairy bellies. Oh, that's, that's me, baby. She loves that the hairy. That's me, baby. Um, she don't like dolphin. She loves hairy. She don't like the <laughs> question of the the episode last week was about um, how horror has affected you. Yes. And um, I think She's with an me, artist, though. I didn't she really get into it till um, recently really i've always loved it i've always loved horror and loved monster movies and stuff as a kid but i only got a- i paused it yeah can i just say one thing real quick i've you know online i've known zoe for quite a while yeah. okay but isn't her voice just like very classy and very like, very soothing yeah very soothing isn't that, isn't that right and yeah. she well it doesn't hurt that she was very nice to us even though she's crazy yeah but i'm just saying that oh okay i just very want to soothing say, yeah very so soothing I, I, i'm feeling you. very very zen She's right like, now because i want you get in bed and i want you take your underpants <laughs> no she's not so, come on pudding on no. your no 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 we're pushing on your your belly. recently in a big way <laughs> and i think it's affected me in my entire life choices really Oh. All my heart and my, um, you know, learning the special effects course yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and she does a great job. I've just become a completely different person through it. Yeah. And, and she's talented in the best shit, way people. possible, horror makes you escape to a different place, which is so much cooler than normal life. Yeah. And you can get That's- it from work or whatever in a foul mood and... Totally agree. Oh, yeah. Throw on a horror movie and everything just goes away and you're just in your own heaven. And I don't think there's many other things that can do that. And also, it it sort of gives you the opportunity to meet all people like you where everybody kind of just understands what you're talking about straight away. And nobody thinks I'm a freak. An amazing thing that I've just learnt, really, through... The love of horror. It's something that unites everybody and it's amazing. Absolutely. Um, I just feel like really lucky to have met all you guys. We yeah. have such a laugh and oh, yeah. I hope one day we all get to meet up and I'd love actually, it. Amazing. That'd be awesome. you know, meet in person and see how everybody is in real life. Yep. It'll just be it would just be really cool. Absolutely. Anyway, I'm rabbiting on. I just wanted to say um, thanks so much for putting out such an awesome show every week. We appreciate it so much. I know I can say that for everybody. (laughs) You're both just fantastic. And I think you both know how much I love you. Oh, we know. Um, And we share that love, baby. Shane, don't ever think that you're an amateur. You're a professional podcaster. Well, we don't give it. You always have been right from the very start, in my opinion. So... Anyway, I'm going to go for a bore everybody to death even more. <laughs> um, love you both very, very love much. Love you too, baby. Speak to you both soon. That was super nice. That was man. sweet as a button. That, that, you know what? You know, she's very like classy and, you know. Zoe, yeah. uh, thank you so much for calling yeah. in. That was awesome. That made me feel really That made good. me feel really super good, man. Yeah. That was, that was amazing. Oh, oh, man. That was great. 
How do we get into anything else? No, the, after that, no doubt. Yeah, it's like I I am on cloud nine right now because yeah. that was so nice. And you, know, but the thing is, we you know I've known well you know online known Zoe for years and years yeah. and 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 I've always thought she's wonderful and she's talented and whatever. But I'll tell you what, that was amazing. That yeah. was awesome. Call in again, Zoe. Uh, oh! Hold on. I, what the hell? You putting on our your our porn tape? No, my my uh my freaking uh, fingers are a little heavy. But I thought I heard some of our porn tape. In well, there. and you're about to hear the porn tape. Can yeah. I just say that right now? Our porn tape is coming on. Yeah. Aaron called in. We're going to finish off with Aaron. Oh, Aaron finally yes. decided to He, he, he to got come off back. his high horse after listen. All I'm saying is is after the high that Zoe well, gave Welcome us, back, Connor. After Zoe <laughs> that was a good one. After Zoe put me in cloud nine, yeah. I expect Aaron to take me back down to, you know, the shitter. And what, to Bra- yeah. Wow, really? Take me back down. We're going to all the way to Brown Town? Shit, that's pretty, that's well, pretty I'm remarkable. Happy. Uh, that was, that was amazing. But here we go. Aaron's gonna, gonna send us off. We've, we've totally appreciate all these voicemails. Aaron's the last one. Love every damn one. Oh of them. my gosh. That was awesome. I'm, I'm feeling good about myself. Is that weird that I'm feeling good about myself? That's fine that you feel right. good about yourself. All right. Here's Aaron. Let's finish this baby off and then we'll talk about our answer to the question of the episode. Okay. And I'm freezing my fucking ass off. Oh, oh boy. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Jack it off, bitch. Oh, God. I love black dicks. Oh, my God. God damn. Hi, Michael Shane. It's Aaron. And I'm freezing my fucking ass off here. In the frozen tundra of Canada at fucking 6 a.m. in the garage. So I'm going to try and be like Alan, Mr. In and I, and try to fucking get through this quick. Oh my God. Has watching horror movies affected me in any way? Uh, up until a while ago, I would have said no, because you don't realize how weird you are until you start to think about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, you remember my one voicemail where I talked about the girl next door? I thought I was normal until I laughed my ass off watching that movie when the girl got the blowtorch to the vagina. Oh, my goodness. You already know about that one. Yes, we did. Here in Canada, there's a show called Ed's Up, and uh, it's basically a ripoff of Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe, where this guy goes out and he jobs that people want to do, cleaning up shit and all this stuff. So anyway, I thought to myself, you know what, I think I'm going to watch some prawns. Watch some Pano. So, right as I'm about to look up some stuff, then I thought, you know what, first I'm going to see what's on TV. Maybe there's something interesting. And it says in the summary for the show, this week on Ed's Up, Ed dries his hand at cleaning up human remains. And I thought, oh, fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. And I watched it, and it was awesome. And there was some weird, messed up shit in there, him cleaning up crime scenes and stuff. Somebody died uh, laying in bed. Oh. Your whole body like liquefies, and Ugh. all the fat from your body it went and dripped through oh this guy's mattress, God. through oh, the bed, gross. through the box spring, through everything, all the way down past the carpet into the concrete. I oh left my, my ass off, and it looked like someone spilled chicken broth in the Some perfect seepage. shape of a human. <laughs> so anyway, like Jeez. a day later, I started thinking about it. That's fucking weird. Like. I'd rather watch a show about a guy cleaning up human remains much porn. <laughs> like, what the heck? See, I thought it was normal. Or maybe like uh, when you guys reviewed Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. You're talking about how 
I can't remember her name. I think it was Becky, uh, Otis's sister. How you're saying oh, yeah. that she's kind of plain looking at her and she's ugly or whatever. Oh, I'm like, yeah. yeah, right. The whole time he was fucking raping her. I'm like, come on, let's see a little titty. Let's, let's pop one of those out. Let's get this going. Oh, my God. Come on. So, I don't know. Uh, I wonder, did horror do that to me or was I already like that? And the horror it was just a natural extension of that fucking yeah. morbidness. So, sure. who knows? I haven't been calling in as much because I got a full time job now. Oh, Before I was a stinky oh, unemployed bum and I had nothing better to do, so you I could like you know, edit all these voicemails and throw oh, in clips make and the shit. Loaf, I read the Corpse <laughs> Cast page and I keep updated on that and I'm still around, but I went to bed and everything was normal and I woke up <laughs> and everybody's fucking belly pics are on the damn page, all these fucking beer guts. <laughs> And I still don't know what the hell's going on. And I almost contemplated throwing one up there, but I didn't know how that Do would it. look. My fucking uh, ghostly, pale yeah. gut. Well, you saw mine, baby. Before I go, Mike. I saw your fucking belly pick last night. Oh, yeah. You call that hairy. <laughs> what? Look like my fucking belly willy. Ooh. So anyway. You're uh, calling me I'm out. pretty sure that's it. And hopefully, if you guys come up with some good questions of the episode, I'll be getting back to oh, you. Oh, man, we miss you, I man. actually have something to contribute this week, so. But. <sighs> I miss that, guy. So I'm so, listen, Bye. people, can I just say, first of all, I, wa- I want to avoid something. I want to say, first of all, that I appreciate every single person who called in and sent in the Every feedback. single one. That was amazing. That This is really fun to me, man. I am yeah. on cloud nine. My right. favorite part of the podcast. I just want to say, I hope that it's, because it seems like it goes in waves, you know? Yeah. It seems like like last time we did, we had, you know, normal amount of voicemails, yeah. but now we got, and usually after a big voicemail episode, we get less. Yeah. Call it in. We got another question. Call the in. I love it. That you know what? I hate to say it, but that I mean, maybe it's just my ego, man. That was that made me feel good that so many people enjoy the show. That makes absolutely me it does me good. Does that sound. I dumb? need to hear it. I need to hear the roar. I mean, I would. I, I mean, not that I wouldn't do the show. We're not that I would, sure. But I'm just saying because because I do to come over here and hang out with my with my best bro Shane Diablo. I just like to hear from the yeah, people. Absolutely, man. I it, love it. But here we go. Here is my is here's my answer. Can I tell you something? A couple. I have a couple of little stories. I've been really opening up. Okay. Yeah, you open up every episode. Well, you do. this one's a little especially. Uh, uh, I'm opening up especially extra tender. Extra this tender. Is a tender spot. First of all, I have watched horror movies for as long as I can remember, man. I mean, it's. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's affected me because it's you know it's been so long. I mean, it's motivated me to you know, dedicate how many hours per week watching movies, writing notes down, preparing for this stupid show. Oh, sure. You know, all that stuff. I mean, all that aside, though, let me tell you, let me tell you a little funny story about, uh, about me and my, in my formative years. Oh, oh okay. my God. So, is well, this pre mowing the lawn or? No, no, this is, this, yes, it is actually okay. pre mowing the lawn. This is probably 1998. Yeah. 98. I'm dating a young woman. Her name is Ember. And I'm watching the shit out of horror movies, but that's nothing new because I used to watch the shit out of horror movies before and, you know, sure. all the way up to there. But, um, there was one day, dude. Okay. There, there's a couple of, of, of parts of my life that poignant moments, poignant moments. There was, okay. My wife had a friend. Okay. I'm not, I can't, oh man, I, I can remember her name, but I'm not going to mention it. Okay. And Amy one Smith. Nah, okay, Amy Smith. Okay, she came over to our house one time. Me and my brother. Let me just give you a little bit of background on okay. this on this woman. 
me and my brother are sitting there. We're in Amber's apartment. We're watching a football game, right? She came in. She threw a fit because we were watching football, and she didn't want to watch football. And, of course, she's a selfish bitch, so you know she threw a fit. Uh-huh. That's her. Uh-huh. Anyway, one day, me and Ember and her all go out to see a movie in the theater called uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. Uh-huh. We went and saw that shit. And about 10, well, maybe, maybe 15, 20 minutes into it, she looked at me and Ember and said, this is so bad. I cannot believe you guys would watch this. I'm going to leave. Right. So I said, see ya. You know, and Ember, yeah. of course, you know, she's sticking with her man. Yeah. She loved she this. She's going to stick with the man. She okay. loved this. So you know? So she said, I'm going to go out and I'm going to wait. You know, cause we drove, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. She says, I'm just going to leave and I'm going to be up there waiting for you guys. And, and I just hope you choose to come out because this is bad. I hope you choke on this movie. Exactly. So basically we sat there. We watched the whole movie and shit. I love that movie. John right. Carpenter. Have you ever seen John Carpenter's Vampires? I it's amazing. Remember. It's oh. amazing. Oh. It's unbelievably oh. great. It's good. Anyway, we get out there. Okay. And she, she was out sitting down in the foyer. Frothing mad. Oh. The whole time. Because she didn't come out. No, because it's like, oh, she was testing Ember because yeah. Ember, she and that, Ember that were was best a test. buddies. Ember should time. follow me out. So basically what happened is, is after that, she started on the whole, Mike is a little bit psycho because he loves these horror movies. I just watched one with him. Yeah. This is unfit for human consumption. This I'm is not fit for human consumption. So she talked to Ember's mom, Ember's dad, everybody, wow. telling them how evil I was. Can I tell you that he took your daughter, sir, yes, down to exactly. see the vampire movie Ex- at well, the theater, and well, I was disgusted. I was, she knew I was a total fan, and so she was but hoping. This chick goes down to the parents of uh, yes, Ember and goes around and says. This guy yes. took her to the. See I this cannot stand this woman to this day, but I'll tell you what. Oh my god! It was it was funny because one day Ember's dad, you know, we, we were just sitting around, whatever, and she starts he starts talking to me about how maybe I need to prepare to get married and to have a family. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't be watching this kind of trash. Okay. Her, Ember's dad sits yes. you down to have a talk. And I basically said, you know what, sir? Th- let me explain to you what horror movies do for me. And this is my answer to the question of the episode. I'm, I, here we go. This I, is awesome. I wake up every morning. Yeah. And I do eight hours of work. Sure. Now, yes. granted, now my work is much more enjoyable than it was back then. But, yeah. But now, you know, I have the three kids. Yeah. Okay. I come home. I go to work all day. I come home. And you know what relaxes me? What? These horror movies man yeah and it has for years and years and years i really think that yeah i mean we can talk about being desensitized we can talk about all these things that happen but me watching un an unbelievable amount of horror movies i really think has kept me has helped me keep that even keel help me help me exactly help me keep that sanity help me look at everyday life the mundane bullshit that helps me pay the bills sure and all that stuff helps me do homework with the kids give them piano lessons all that shit because i know that at nine o'clock i can throw on a horror movie and And all this stress will go away yeah and that's what it's all about baby isn't it that's Isn't a that pretty beautiful story there. In, 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 yeah, it's a beautiful story. Slightly creepy. But maybe, it's, maybe it's a beautiful story, but I totally mean it. These things yeah. 
These help me to get through my life. Listen, I'm not saying that life is hard. I'm not complaining that everything's shit. I'm not. Sure, sure. Everything's great. But this is just such a release for me that that's why I continue. That's why I do this podcast. That's it, baby. I don't know what it is for me. I don't know what it is because I think people, they go down that route and they, they go, Oh, I don't like that. I'm right. not going to watch that. Right. For me, I the first uh, horror movie that I ever saw, I just went, oh, I love this shit. Absolutely. And I keep watching it, you know? And, sure. And I love rock bands that put on, I love Alice uh, me Cooper too, and man. Kiss, and I that love that die. creepy thing. Absolutely. And so I don't know how it really affected my life other uh-huh. than I just liked it. Well, as soon as I saw it, when I, even before I saw a horror movie, when I was walking through those movie buffs, sure, I saw those covers and went, I gotta see that. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. And some people could walk by that same aisle and go, I don't ever want to see that. Let's go over to totally. Love Hugs and Puppy Dogs. Totally, dude. And I was the one that stopped and went, whoa, maniac cover. Severed dude, head with great, a knife or whatever. Yes, that was and a I great went, cover. I need to see that. Absolutely. So that's that's that, my answer too. But. All I know is, is I'm a 36 year old man. Like I said, we've talked about this over and over. I still love horror movies because it helps me get through my life. And that is, that? everyone's got that thing that that, that helps them totally. along the way. Absolutely. And, and that's horror is a me. great vessel. Oh, she's dropping the big bombs. To Paint yourself with. <laughs> I'll take it. You're right, though. Yeah. Absolutely right. Um, okay, so like I said, thank you guys so much for calling in. Keep calling in. It makes us feel good. It, I you love know, it. It, it. It pumps you. It gives me more energy to do the show. Um, here is the question for next episode. Um, and I did not write down who gave this to us. So whoever you are, call in and tell us that I'm an asshole for not remembering your who who gave this idea to me. Yes. Will you please? I'm an idiot. Um, what is your real life horror story? Not a ghost story, not necessarily, not something that happened to you per se. Right. But that thing in this real world of ours that would best translate into the horror world that we so wish it would have stayed in. I think I may have a ghost really? story. Really? Oh, oh, okay. Well, it doesn't have to be a ghost story. Well, I it, think I may well, you have. have a, you have a sweet tank for that. That's awesome. I think I may have something. I'm just saying, does it have to be about you? I'm just saying, what is that thing in real life that you are scared of and you would think that it is kind of a real life horror movie? The bone phone number to call it in is 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. Go ahead and call us up. I don't know about this one yet. I'm going to have to think about it a little well, bit. Well, I, I thought we were going with Ghost Horse. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about no, it. No, because there's so I've, much shit. I think man. I've got a what I thought would be maybe possibly okay. a Ghost Horse. All right, man. But I'm going to hold that off. Well, that you have a whole week to, to, to work through it and to, to make up your mind. Like how, how, what better way to cleanse our palates than get into some, uh, <sighs> the Casketeers? The Casketeers. Let's go ahead and play one minute of the Casketeers. Let these beautiful folks listen to them, get oh, their goodness, yeah. and then we'll oh, be right back yeah. to talk about it. Good.
Get a race for it, get my revenge. 
the Casketeers, we're talking about them from Ludvika Fragusten Flan, Sweden. No way, dude. Isn't that, let me, I know another That is a mouthful. I know another band from Sweden. Who oh, that? Yeah. They're oh, from Sweden. Yeah. That's my favorite country for You're, bands. Dude, you love the, except for Brooklyn, which just happened. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Sweden. I love those mothers. Thecasketeers.com is where you can find the band. Although you can only buy yeah. an album and a T-shirt or something from the website. There's no bio on the. These guys no. are very mysterious. They are mysterious. In fact, I mean, I went. They, they have an old MySpace. They have some Facebook shit, but there's not a ton of stuff. It was hard to find stuff about these. Can guys. I just lay down a plea to these guys? I wish you would. If they absolute, if they if they bothered to listen with this, and sure. Ludwig Stankenberg, uh, you know Sweden or wherever they're from, <laughs> I would say get a Reverb Nation page, bro. Oh, okay, because you can load up all sorts of goodness on that. I here's ReverbNation.com. You can really build yourself a. Nice, I just really wanted to learn more about this band, and there and, ain't shit out there, yeah. man. While we're talking about Wake Up the Dead, 2010. There's 12 tracks on the album. It rolls in about 40 minutes. I'd say. Sure. 46 minutes. Yeah, 46 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, Psycho Billy influenced for sure. Necromantics, Tiger Army. I like me some Tiger Army. You know what's funny is I've never really got into Tiger Army, and that's one of the bands that a lot of Psycho Billy and like horror punk claim as a, as a, you know, a big influence on them. I would say Tiger Army's slightly more rockabilly. Would you? Style. Yeah. But, and the Quakes, dude. I saw the Quakes at, uh, Bar Deluxe downtown. Oh, really? And man, I'll tell you what, they put on one hell of a show. Really? I've never. Three guys, the drummer plays like a stand up kit. Oh, cool. So, like, when he hits the pedal, it beats up on a drum on the bottom. Beautiful. They sounded fantastic. Awesome. You can find this band on Facebook, MySpace, as Mike mentioned. Um, and they're also on Spotify, so yes, anyone that enjoys this podcast can listen to this album on Spotify. Absolutely. And I've added a couple of their tunes to the Best of Corpse Cast playlist. Yeah. So you put a, you put a couple tunes in there. I put a handful, yep. All right, listen to this. These guys are like a f- total throwback to like that. I feel like these guys are slightly more rockabilly okay. than psychobilly. Okay. A lot of the psychobilly bands, they're more kind of edged towards the punk. Sure. These guys are kind of more stray catty. You know, it's 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 kind of more hunk chunky. It's like you're mm-hmm. heading down to the to the, the the Arnold's, you know, burgers and fries, which is delicious, I'm sure. And you've got your lady in her poodle skirt, and you're just <laughs> looking at her legs, and you're like, oh god, I'm gonna take that. Look at her ankles there, huh? You know, you're, you're chewing on a frying, you're looking at her hot legs, and you're like, I'm gonna take you to Sex Hill, and I'm just gonna, you know, later on that night, we're sure. gonna get it on. Sure. You know? Greased back hair and oh, yeah. jackets. Absolutely. I kind of feel that way. What did you think about this album? Here, here, here's a couple of things. Let me, let me just mention.
mention um, I the this band I thought that was pretty straight up psychobilly actually I mean maybe and maybe it's just because I'm naive about the whole psychobilly stuff Na- I mean, yeah okay I feel I mean because really the only psychobilly exposure that I've had has come through this show mm-hmm. you know the video show and and the audio show and you know I mean this this kind of they do de- they definitely have horror themes in their music yeah. you know they definitely have that I mean I I, I went to YouTube and checked out some of their live shows and stuff like that and these guys are i mean they're they are they fit right in with a lot of they got absolutely the, they got the pump you know and oh, they, yeah. they've got all that stuff going with their haircuts one and, guy in the band has to have a pump absolutely if you know, you're in a psychobilly band someone's got to have a pump and, or the mohawk pump which which works which works equally well yeah. i think you know well, I mean, well sure and yeah. these guys kind of do that for me i mean it's this album it, here here's my thing um, they, there, there are a lot of highlights on this album. I mean, we have Wake Up the Dead, we have Born Again Corpse, we have Zombie Breakout, which yeah. is super good. Uh, La Morte. Yeah. Which actually yeah. was a song that I listened to the first time and, uh, you know, the first few times and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But the more I listened to it, the more I kind of gained an appreciation for it. Um, uh, and, uh, but their first thing was, uh, 2010. Is this their only album? This is their only album. So they're, they're fairly a fresh new. band, yeah. unsigned. Yeah. Um, let me, let me ask you something. Uh, because like you said, they, they do have an official website, but there's really nothing on it. You know, they got the Facebook, they got a MySpace. I went to MySpace and the last time they updated their, their, their like MySpace blog, you know, how they had, they did that was like 2011. You know, oh, wow. So they were still kind of hamming on to MySpace. Yeah, but it, I mean... It's, I abandoned that shit in like 2008. I'm like, I'm out of here. Yeah, but the thing is, is, I mean, yeah, sure, 2008, but it's 2011. That's still, you know, a year yeah. and some ago. You know, it's almost two years ago. Um, it, they're they're very mysterious, as I guess is what I'm saying. Um, but they've got a... On uh, December 23rd on their Facebook group, I think it's the last time that they updated their Facebook group. Right. Um, they said that they're going to have a new album early, coming out early this year. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that, 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 we're looking forward to that. Um, and we've done some great psychobilly on this show. We've, I mean, on the video show, on the audio show, we, I think we've done some of the best psychobilly. I would, I would absolutely agree with you. What? I mean, and, and, I, I hate the to creep bring show. We've done the creep show. We've done resurrects, zombie ghost train, zombie ghost train. You know, yeah. And, and, and it's like, you know, and we, those guys, I, listen, let me ask you something. I am not a huge psycho, I, I'm a huge psychobilly fan, but I'm not a, I don't know a ton about psychobilly. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you something. Where does Resurrects, Creep Show, and Zombie Ghost Train, where are they, like, as, as far as the echelon of psychobilly? I mean, in my world, or are you talking about overall? Overall, and in your world. Why well, you I mean, it? you've got the, I mean, I, I guess if we're breaking it down from not my opinion whatsoever, but mm-hmm. you'd have, Necromantics is the top big yeah. boys. The horror pops are big. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you'd have bands like Mad Sin maybe up there in the top. And that's another one. I've you'd never have even Resurrects. Oh, and the creep the bomb, show. Yeah. They should be at the top of the. the I think theme. Resurrects is probably the best psychobilly band I've heard. I would go ahead and, and say, <laughs> I defy anyone to show me. And the creep better. show is right up there with yeah. them, I think. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, we're hitting it. And Zombie Ghost Train is fantastic. Their, too. And the thing is, like I said, they're all a little bit different. They've got their own little angle at it, just like these guys do. Um, I would say, though, that these guys, as far as the psychobilly is concerned, um, we've talked about the best. I like this album. They've got a great look. They've got great musical energy. You know, as they're great, playing, yeah. you can tell they're, they're rocking it. They're giving it their all. You look on YouTube, you watch some of their live shows. These mother effers play their hearts yeah. out. Man. One thing that I do like about this band is I like, there's a difference between a singer that is not, a not meant to be a singer and a singer that is, playing the part right i think this guy plays I, I the part agree. very well. i agree because especially um you know as you as you put the, the the lead guy up against you know other uh you know other singers or the whatever in the same genre and whatnot yeah this guy i mean this guy i mean he, he's out there he's playing to the crowd he's got you know he's got a decent voice he's really just playing i see up. and that's the key is the decent voice. Yeah. I don't think he's got a, uh, uh, Daniel DeLeon. You know, he doesn't have a, a, a Resurrects voice. No, he doesn't. He, he doesn't have a Stellar Corpses. He does but, not have, but, by but, the way, Stellar Corpses are coming here to Salt Lake and I'm stoked as shit to see him. Well, we're gonna, that? maybe we'll get, uh, to give him a handy J. I will give them a handy J. They're handsome young but, men and they're little. Uh, the thing is, is I think this, I like, so they have no choice. I liked his gravelly, Tone. Yeah, sure. I like, I did, uh, you know, I, there's a different, there is a huge difference between this guy is uncomfortable and singing right. and doesn't know what he's doing. Right. And then there's that, I kind of feel this way and I could be completely in the dark with people, okay. but I love, um, the clash. Sure. And I, I think some of that kind of, you know, you know, it's just, there's something in that voice that says, I'm confident, but I'm doing it this way. And sure. that's the way it's going to be. Right. And I think this guy has that as opposed to, I mean, bear in mind, we're talking about a band that's unsigned. Completely there's only unsigned. one album out. One that's album come out fairly recently. So we can suffice it to say they're, they're close to brand new. Sure. And, I, I, I think that overall, the whole band sounds great. Yeah. And I like his vocal style. I think that um, the album is well-constructed. The songs are catchy. The band members are good musicians. Uh, the singer has that guy-off-the-street kind of sound. Yeah, sure. And, um, you know, it's worth a high Spotify to me. Here's the thing. This album, to me, it sets the groundwork for some great psychobilly tunes yeah. i don't know as i'm listening to this i'm you know and i'm comparing them to other psychobilly bands i don't know if this album fits with you know the you know some of the other bands that we've done you know but i mean thinking about this as a you know as a 2010 release uh their second album like i said is going to be coming out this early this year it's, and it's called the dead boys of psychobilly it's not out yet is it no yeah, I was gonna say it's. It, I mean, it's really super early. What is it, the twenty fifth or something? Or today, the January twenty fifth. So, I mean, it's super early in two thousand thirteen. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is these guys lay the groundwork. I'm not. I as I'm listening to this, I'm not sit. I, I'm not thinking that this like uh, really compares to some of the great albums like the Dead Star Drive In from yeah. Stellar Corpses or you know even even 
either of the Resurrects albums or oh, the yeah. Creep Show or anything like that. I don't think it really stands up to those. However, having said that, this band, it's not like I'm listening to Dead by April here. It's not like I'm going, oh my gosh. Yeah. These, this is terrible. I'm sitting here thinking, you know what? These guys have a great sound. They've got a great foundation. This album is a good foundation for their career in psychobilly moving forward i think it's funny because i mean when we've talked about this a little bit on the video show where we talked about living dead army where it's like these guys are new yeah and and basically what i would say is i don't think this album is the greatest album out there sure psychobilly but i think that this album is good enough for me to kind of pique my interest in them so that i can say moving forward these guys might just turn out to be somebody yeah they might yeah, turn out to I be agree. what's your favorite tunes Pooh bear well like i said i mean i've got i've got some wake up the dead some born again corpse some zombie breakout la morte you know it took me a couple of listens to get into that um but like I said, man, this to me it's a Spotify. It's on Spotify, so you can check it out. Yeah. But this is one of those ones that's like I, with an asterisk. Can I can I say that? Sure. It's sure. got an asterisk. An asterisk the asterisk is, is looking forward to seeing what this band can do in the future. Sure. I think that that uh, even though this may not be their huge breakthrough hit, because I mean. Uh, there's a lot of good psychobilly. Can we just say yeah. that right well, now? Well, there's a lot of great bands. Period. And that's true. In every genre, you're right. Yeah. In Psychobilly especially, I kind of have a soft spot for it, even though I'm fairly new to it. I mean, the last year and some or, or whatever. You know, and I, I like the horror. I like their look. I like their energy. I like the way, the, you know, their style of music. I just think that they need a little bit more time to kind of... To, but what a, what a great way to bust out, to go, hey, sure here. Sure. I would say more than anything to any band that's doing anything these days is... Baby, baby Dell Angel, uh-huh. get on the goddamn internet. Don't sure. make it hard for people that want to it, want to find it was hard. information about you. You know, come up with a come up with a bio, come up with everything, and you know, and, and promote yourself. Here's here's my especially here's, in 2010. Oh dear, it's like you're already in for the hey. People are gonna rape me and steal my music sure. all, every Absolutely. every which way but loose. So it's like, <laughs> at least make it, who are they? What do they do? How do I get Absolutely. to know more about them? Where can I buy a shirt? Here's my take on the whole thing. Can I just kind of put a dot the I's and cross the T's on there? Cross those T's, big B. Ooh, I like the big, big B. Big, big the, C. Alt, cadaver. Big cada- oh, right, because cadaver's my last name. Yeah, right. I get it. Big C. Um, Here's the deal. These guys, okay, so we listen to, a, I mean, in my, in my world, okay, mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of bands back, you know, you know, between work and getting to work and, and whatever. And, you know, there's been, since we've been doing this show, I'll tell you what, man, there's been a lot of new music that I probably wouldn't have given a chance to. Sure. But since I have taken that plunge into this type of stuff, I don't, I'm just saying that, this may not be the best album out there that sure. represents this thing. And I don't want to, I, I gotta respect these guys because first of all, they're not, it's not like they're 1990, you know, seven creed or some shit. Sure. Where they're like, you know what? 
Remember how grunge was so big? Let's let's do so. By the way, I like the Creed's first I album. Know, you, Can I just yeah, say that you love that first Creed album? The first Creed it's, album is okay. Can I just say that? Did you read hey. my Did you read my Facebook post? Dude, that's on the second one. That's on the second one, dude. Oh, okay. You don't need. You're just talking shit right now, bro. I have to admit, uh, but but here's the thing. Yeah, they're they're psycho Billy. This album may not be one that's going to motivate me to listen to it over and over and over. But these guys have a lot of potential, and Absolutely. I think that I yep. really truly think that these guys are going to realize that potential with, you know. The next album. Future albums. The beauty really is do. about every rock band that puts something out is you always look back on that first album and go, we could have maybe not, not like that. Pearl Jam 10 because that was their best one hands well, down. And well, true that, yeah, but I saying. guarantee you Pearl Jam put out a couple of demos that were like, maybe Shnay on that. We never put that <laughs> shit out because everybody does that. You know, sure. everybody has that. Ooh. Yeah, that's not our best ability. Sure. Here's our best. Sure. So, and you're I, right. And I, and all I'm saying is, is these guys, like I said, they lay down a great foundation. I'm looking forward to what they do. I didn't love this album. I think they had a hand, you know, maybe two or three great tunes. Yeah. That I put, like I said, I put them on the, the, the playlist, the best of Corpus Gas playlist. But I mean, it's not something that wants to motivate me to go back and check them out. However, when they come out with their new album, which is called, What's it called? Uh, the Boys of Psychobilly. All right, whatever it is. But yeah. when that comes out, they are on my radar. This is something I want to yeah. check out. Well, because, you know, just bear in mind that no matter what kind of style of music you're listening to, uh-huh. there's always 400 million bands sure. lower than that. that are well, like, sure. oh, and that's unlistenable. And that's, and that's, you I, know. T- you know, the, it's funny because these guys are unsigned and whatnot, but, I really see a lot of potential in them. This band, I don't think, re- or the, sorry, this album didn't realize that potential, but they're talented musicians. They're talented They're on singers. their way. I think they they're on their way. Up. I really do. Keep I think it that. up, Sweden. I can't really give this a buy at all. Yeah. I give this a Spotify. Check them out. I really think these guys are going to go somewhere eventually. Yeah. This, this album wasn't it, but like I said, laying that foundation. Hi, Spotify. Baby. Check it out. Agreed. And then uh, call in with your answers. And, and you heard the one minute, and it's on Spotify, people. Let us know. You know what? what? I've got some trivia for you. Holy shit. Do you really? Trivia. And I'm calling this Songs About Draclia. Oh, or Vampires. Okay, cool. Is it? Are you just going to ask me questions about the... Uh... What I'm going to do is I'm going to lay these questions uh-huh. down at you, and I need to ask you of course. to refrain and shut the mouth. <laughs> I hope it's all just stuff off the, the soundtrack for Queen of the Day. I want you to shut up. I'm going to shut up. When I'm, Listen, when I'm that's famous. all you need to say. I, it was two weeks ago, son. I know. I have, haven't I, you I not trusted like me ha- since I then? I feel like I have to fucking say that every all week right, because right. if I don't, do that, then you go fucking free willy. Plus, I'm an asshole, and then you just want to make sure I'm not an asshole. I appreciate it. I All need right. people looking out for me. So listen, vampires are commonly seen in movies yes, and talked about in books, but suckers have also been known to show up in music as well. Indeed. Okay. And in some pretty well-known tunes that you may or may not know. Okay. Let's see if you can guess who? Let's do it, baby. 
number one. Number one. This intense dub-influenced single was a huge hit for its time. Released in 1979, this band arguably... Arguably, is considered to be the innovators of goth rock and inspired thousands of bands in the genre. The song talks about cinematic legend who is known to this day for his portrayal of Dracula. Is somebody dead here? I don't know. (laughs) What's the answer? Is it Bela Lugosi's dead? Dead! Radio! I'll take that shit. All right. All right. Who we'll did take, that song? We'll take that. That was uh, Peter Murphy's band. Bauhaus. Uh, Bauhaus. Yep. Absolutely. Dyson Simpson. Good job. And were they from here? Years. They weren't. Were they? They weren't from here. Were they? No. They, okay. Where were no. they from? From Utah? No. Well, I don't mean Utah. I mean the U.S. Where were they from? No, they were from Englandburg. Oh, whatever. really? Okay. Because Peter Murphy was the shit. Can I just yeah, say he, that? He, right well, now? he was. Yeah, he's a he was a big hanger honor in the Goss. Yeah. Man, he's probably, you know, I saw this old guy once uh-huh. at the, like a couple of months ago. Sure. Well, about, a, about six months okay. ago. Okay. Well, we'll take it. He was working at the uh, FYE. Oh, the, the, yeah, the four year entertainment. Yeah. Okay. And the guy has the goth hair, the, the Robert Smith hair. Sure. And everything, but he's got the smock on. That oh, says of course. FYE, he's got to sell some like, CDs oh, and shit. Ain't that about it? And you're like, hey, Peter Murphy, how you not doing? And I, I believe if I, I think he was like a big wigger in the Utah goth scene. Like Like he's an old schooler. Like first of all, let me ask you a hero. Let me ask you something. Was it in the Taylorsville Fye or the Sugar House Fye? No, it was at the one down by Redwood Road. That's Uh, that's a Taylorsville Fye. Oh, is it? That's where I get my Apollo Burger on the way home after this out. uh, After the after we record, go in there. Go in there and I take my kids in there. I'll see him. He might be working there. Okay. And he's, he looks depressed. Peter Murphy. Well, he, of course he looks depressed. He's a goth. You know, you look just like Peter Murphy. (laughs) All right. Has anyone ever told you every goth guy in the world that has the hairdo and shit? You may either love. Has anyone ever told you you look like Robert Smith or Peter Murphy? Or Peter Murphy. He'd be like, he, right now, if you look down at their pants, cause they gotta wear the slacks, all of a sudden, of course, they're black, like khakis, or yeah. black, whatever you call it, dockers. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they'll get an erection. He right would just say, there. here's your CDs. <laughs> Don't worry about paying for them. <laughs> I've already dinged it with the computer. Sure. Thing. So you just walk out the door. Oh, what a man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. One for one, baby. This is one of my all time favorites. The vampire song. Slinks along with a sexy groove, slashing horror movie guitar, all while sexy lead singer sings ambiguous lyrics about New Orleans. Oh, dude, this is, uh, oh shit, okay, go ahead. Is that all? That's it. This is Concrete Blonde, baby. This is, oh fuck, or shit, or F, what's the, what, oh shoot, what's the name of that song? How am I not know? Oh my gosh, but concrete. Blonde. I got the ways and moons down in, in New Orleans. Orleans. Going down by the river where it's warm. Is it not concrete green. blonde? I'm Give gonna me that. Have a drink and walk around. I got a lot to think about. It's concrete blonde, oh, yeah. right? I can't remember the name because the name's very misleading because it has nothing to do with any of that stuff, right? 
No, it has everything to do with it. Well, well, do I get it for saying You're concrete right, blonde? concrete blonde. Turn, turn up the radio. Okay, the we'll ra- take it. Bloodletting, Blood. the vampire song. Shit. Bloodletting. Okay. So turn up the radio. How did I forget that name? How did I forget the name of that song? I, mean, I got the wizard means down in the New Orleans. Who did a cover of that song down recently? By the river Blitzkid. Blitz, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. Blitzkid did a great cover of that tune. Anyway. Not as good as them. All right. Well, so of course not. They're so what? You're, you're two and two. Of course. You're doing good. Two, four, two. A young, a young Farmington mowing the lawn, Michael, would yes. have heard this song several times. Yeah. In this vampiric little ditty, considered to be an alternative rock hit, was everywhere in 1995, and one of the biggest, and one of the biggest band's hits, as well as one of Morrissey of Utah's favorite bands. Make up your mind. Okay. Decide to walk with me around the lake tonight. By my side. I'm not going to lie. I'll not be a gentleman behind the boathouse. I'll show you my dark secrets. The toadies, dude. Turn up the race. Is that the... Let's sing it. Let's let's sing it. Make up your mind. The boathouse. Yeah, that's the toadies, dude. Is that a way? I'll show you my dark secret. Yeah. I will treat you well, yeah. my sweet angel. So help me, Jesus. Toadies, baby. Possum Kingdom. Possum Kingdom. Shit, they had they had those two big hits off that. I'm album. surprised I love you that got album. that. Why? Come on. I, well, I just thought, I, I thought that was ambiguous enough. For okay. No, that was good. I didn't know that was anyway. about vampires, though. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. Yeah. That's cool. Awesome. These these might be little little stinkers. Can I, can I tell you about that album, by the way? Uh, what was the album called? I can't remember what the album's called, but that was one that shaped Michael B, or sorry, Michael C, as a young man. Oh, we'll treat you. And what was it? What was the, their other one was Away? Was that their other big hit? Man, that was that was, and then uh, backslider. Oh yeah, good stuff, yeah. dude. Awesome shit. Let's do it, dude. You're pulling out your chops tonight, man. I'm so, all I'm saying is is that that was some good. I didn't know it was about vampires. Good for right. good for the toadies. The world is a vampire. Set to drain. Secret destroyer. Hold you up to the flames. And what do I get for my pain? Betrayed desires and a price of the game. Despite all my rage, I am still still just just a rat rat in a cage. You know what's funny is I remember the band. Okay, that was uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. Okay. I remember the album. It was Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. I'm having a rough time coming up with the tune wait, 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 or with the song name because it didn't have anything. It says it at the very end. Okay, okay, okay. Why don't you sing that part for me? <laughs> Despite all my I'm still just mad at the cage. Oh, I, I like no, that too. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell no, you something. No. That, that song in 1979 were the only two good albums off, or sorry, the only two good songs. Siamese Dream. 
no, no, no. Siamese Dream wasn't the album. Siamese Dream was the one with like, uh, um, with, with, Today with, is yeah, the this greatest. one, despite all my rage, that was off Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Yeah. That was, I did not care for that album because that was the one, Tonight, Tonight, or yeah, whatever tonight, that was. Tonight. I didn't care for that album so much, but uh, despite all my rage, I'm still just rad in my cage. It was a good tune. In but with Butterfly Wings, Boy, but butterfly you wings. got You're Smashing right. Pumpkins. Turn up the radio! I'll take that. All right, that here good. we go. Okay, cool. Number five. Okay. So you're four and four. No, no, no. Four. Four, four. Four for four. Yes. All right. Number five. Let's get into this, if you can bear with me. I will, indeed. Along with serial killers, Satanism, and hell, this legendary Mm. band added vampires to the mix on their 1985 album. This song is featured on the band's first official album. And the title of this song is called At Dawn They Sleep. Who is this band? Oh my gosh, this isn't... uh, Why am I thinking Echo and the Bunnymen? It's not them. I know it's not them. Don't give me some... Don't look at me like how you're looking at me. I know you're looking at your tablets right now, but I feel like you're judging me. 1985, what was it again? Along with the serial killers, Satanism and Hell, this legendary band added vampires to the mix on their 1985 album. Of course it's Slayer. This song is featured. Is it Slayer? Of course it's Slayer, dude. Blood-sucking creatures of the night. I don't know who, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just guessing. What is that? What is yeah, that? you got it. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. I One of my favorite songs of all time it? from what Slayer. At dawn they sleep. Oh, my God. Hell awaits. Blood-sucking creatures of the night. I did not know Nocturnal that, Nocturnal specter hiding from the night. Christmas screams out from every fright. Eagerly awaiting plight. <sighs> Apparition from the pits of hell. Death is to play the streets of the well. Oh, my goodness. Demand lust. The singers that they keep. I should have got that, but I will not take that. I will not take that. Mostly mostly because I've already won this one because I've got four. But That is my all-time. That is... That is my favorite song on I Halloween. didn't know half these half these songs were about vampires. How about that? Man? All right. So you're gonna call the nig on that? You're gonna call no, that? Well, you're gonna take only, the dank on only, that? Only because I know I'm gonna win this one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's easy. All right, for so me you're to taking so so four out of four out of six ain't bad. Exactly. All right. Exactly. This legendary band number six. This legendary band knows horror. So it's only fitting that on their 1982 album, Walk Ooh. Among Us, oh, yeah. they have a gleeful one minute and 26 second song about meeting a hot Draclia lady <laughs> in the cemetery and making sex all night with her. Oh, I know it's a Misfits, but I, I'm not sure what song it is. You don't know the song? Well, sing it for me. Give me real quick. I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to. You know what? I've decided what? I'm not going to give you any. Oh, why not? No, because that's the. That's, <laughs> you got it. Uh, of course. Turn, turn up the radio. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I knew you'd get it with the Walk Among Us. Walk Among Us. I fed us. you that. Yes, you did. I fed you Yes, that. you did. You did. Because I could have left that out and you would have went, oh, I don't know, all night. I would have probably guessed the Misfits. What song yeah. is it? It's Vampira. You know, I'm not that familiar with early Misfits. Yeah. I'm really not. That's, that's Glenn Danzig at his best going, man, 
I'm horny for the devil. Of and, course and he is. Hot goth dead girls <laughs> in the graveyards. Well, I feel like I won that one, regardless of how many hints I needed, okay? I'll take it. You impressed me, sir. I can't believe it because I, I thought for sure. Well. I thought for sure you would not get the Possum Kingdom. And that well, I kind of didn't get Possum Kingdom, but I got the Toadies and I got the album. Yep. Which, and that's, uh, you know, come on. What enough. are we doing here? Good this ain't Jeopardy for God's uh, sakes. I'm not making millions of bucks, which it would be nice if I was. Yeah. Okay, but I'm just Jeopardy not doing with uh, Alex Trebek? Yeah. Mustache or no mustache? Mustache for sure, oh, dude. Shit. Are you kidding me? There's not even a question about that. that. Off, it's like, it's like I couldn't even dude. watch Jeopardy after that. F that guy, man. It's the only guy that if, if I had a vagina, <laughs> it's like, if, you know, I need a mustache. You know, Alex you need Trebek. A mustache right. I get it. Alex Trebek is the dude with the mustache. Uh, Magnum PI, a dude mustache. with a mustache. I don't want to see it without. I hear you, bro. I hear it, man. Wayne Newton, bring your mustache back. Did he I, ever have a mustache? I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah, he used to have the little Wayne piano. Newton with a mustache. Really? That's oh, some old God, school dude. shit. Tom Jones never had a mustache. No. He got a lot of taste. He can lick my vagina any old oh, day. Oh, he is hot Mustache or no mustache. Let me ask like you something. Tom Jones with the mesh shirt, and you see his titties and his nipples. It's not unusual to be loved. He's like, I'd throw my panties at him right now. Of course you would, dude. He's British too. You know, he's a hot, he's a hot piece of stink. Brits know what they're doing. Sex Pistols. Oh shit, yeah, buddy. The Who. The Who. Get out of town. Exactly, dude. The Rolling Stones. By the way, the Rolling Stones. Iron Maidens. Well, shit, you won. You win. You win with Iron Maiden. Okay? I am freaking can we, fucking Maiden. Can we just... Can we? You win, okay? You won. I know. You were going to come back. By the way, Rolling Stones are from... The, they uh, are from the UK, by the way. They are from England. Just so you know. No, I know, but you were... You know, Whatever. It, it was like... Digital keyboard, dude. Sure, I'm sure it was. That's whatever, man. I'm in the garage. If you know what we're talking about, we're talking about how Shane didn't know the Rolling Stones are from the UK. Anyway, let's go. Stop, stop. No, you didn't. Let's go ahead and move on. We're going to be talking about a horror movie, a vampire movie that was the impetus for this vampire quiz. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be talking about a movie called Count Yorga, comma vampire. Yeah. Here's the trailer. Enjoy. Count Yorga, Vampire, is a film that throws you into a world of which we know little. Strange, frightening, whispered from generation to generation until it becomes a scream out of the past. You enjoyed your little joke last night, Doctor. But as you can see, tonight is mine. Incredible, You really are a vampire? Yes. It did happen to them. It could happen to you. Count Yorga, vampire. We are back, and we're going to be talking about a little movie from a year back in the day, 1972, a little movie called Count Yorga, vampire, a.k.a. the loves of Count Yorga, vampire. Uh, IMDb give this a... Uh, sorry, IMDb... 
gives this a 5.7. It was directed by Bob Jillian. It was actually a name I did not recognize, but the problem is, is I should have recognized this. Why? Not only did he do this movie and the sequel to this movie, okay, but uh, he also directed a couple of movies called um, Scream Back, Blackula Scream. Oh, I which heard was, of that. Yeah, which Never was seen the, it, the sequel for Blackula. An Act of Vengeance, a.k.a. Rape Squad, which was about a girl... Oh. Have you that seen came that? up on my uh, my you know after I watched I spit on the grave yeah oh yeah squad on your Netflix right yeah. that's right on there baby yeah um rape squad's all about a girl gang doing girl gangy things I mm-hmm. guess I guess as we can call it they get into some business some rough rough business oh, downtown or and something. they start like intimidating people with uh, their with their hot bodies glorious. and jacked up teeth. Exactly. Ah, let's see. This movie starred uh, Robert Corey as Count Yorga, uh, Roger Perry as Dr. Jim Hayes, Michael Murphy as Paul, which is actually the only dude that I recognize from this whole movie. I recognize him as kind of a much older man. Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about, the guy? Yeah, he was the guy in, uh, uh, God, what movie was it that I saw? I know he was in the He's X-Men been in, Yeah, he movie, was in X-Men, yeah. But sure. there was another movie that I was thinking of. He's I, been in a ton of shit, not as like the main guy, Yeah, but as like kind of a side character and stuff, especially in his older years. Like a side, side, side yes. character. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, like a politician or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, this uh, also starred Michael McCready as Mike Thompson. Donna Anders as uh, Donna, uh, Judy Lang as Erica Landers, and Edward Walsh as Bruda or Igor. Oh, yeah. Can we just say he's basically Igor? Yeah, um, I say that. Yeah, the plot uh, movie opens up with the crate being pulled off an ocean liner at, Lo- at the Los Angeles port. Uh, the crate is put in the back of his truck and it's taken away. And as this is happening, we're getting a great narration by George McCready. Uh, he's given a little bit of a history. Can we say a history of the vampire lore? Uh, kind of setting the stage for the whole vampire deal because this is, of course, a vampire movie. Yeah. You know? And he's not necessarily given so much of like, you know, how we get the rules discussion every time we get a vampire movie. Oh, by the way, here are the rules, you know, um, you know, every, is it just me or, or, or does every vampire movie kind of have a, Here's the rules. You, you know, you need to stake them in the heart. They can't be out of whatever, blah, blah, blah. Just right out of the gate or whatever. Yeah. He's just like the vampire is the lover. Yeah. And he is out for the blood of the ladies. <laughs> well, and the know, man. I don't know if that's what he said, but basically that's what this movie is yeah. all about. <laughs> you know, so you, you know, you, you cut it. You maybe, you may have cut a corner there. I bit that head with a vampire teeth. <laughs> sure, but you did a good job doing it. Um, anyway, the, the, the crate is transported to a mansion in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donna, a lovely young lady, is hosting a seance. Yeah. You know, we have this whole scene where she's hosting a Nothing seance. Nothing says seance like a red tablecloth with that glowing ball. Yeah, and that's... Well, that what, Paul says, What whoa, else is there? What else is there in the seance, man? That's what it's all about, whoa. baby. <laughs> and you got it right there. Uh, you know, she's trying to actually contact her dead mother. Uh, you know what's funny, though? It's yeah. not just a bunch of yahoos trying to get this shit going. They actually bring in a real, yeah. you know, a, a real seance master. Uh, what, let's see. What can I, what can I call him? A psychic slash medium from. Yeah. Bulgari. Real. Yes, of course. His name is Count 
Yorga. And Count Yorga actually knew Donna from uh, her deceased mother. In fact, um, we find out through this, uh, you know, so through some of the dialogue later on in the movie, that he persuaded Donna not to have her mother cremated. Uh, but you know, we'll talk about more on that later. Sure. Shall we say, let's yeah. just, let's go ahead and leave it at that for now. But, uh, you know, it's funny because, you know, here we go. We have this seance scene. We have Count Yorga and a bunch of kids sitting around. And of course the dudes are, are like, maybe, you know, listen, maybe they're a little bit uncomfortable what's going on, but listen. They can't take it seriously, so they're joking around, dealing like the whole. Hey, well, Paul's just playing the the motherfucking fool. Well, he, well, he's just like doing snore noises. Yes, and he is just being a tool, just, uh, just a just a turd. A tur- Indeed, dude. While Count Yorga, a psychic from Bulgaria, is trying to work his mojo, which is very. By the way, okay, he's a very. Handsome looking Can man. What did you say? How handsome Count York is. It's funny because, uh, you know, it, you know, this movie can, I'm just going to take a little step aside. Take a quick. step. And, you know, for those people who are familiar with kind of the, the hammer horror or, you know, kind of the classic vampire films mm-hmm. and whatnot of, you know, back in the day. I mean, this was like early. This actually didn't come out until 1972. But it was done filming in 1970, so it was filmed in the 60s. You know, we we still got the swinging 60s and shit like that. Yeah. But it had that kind of vibe to it, and the vampire was handsome as shit. Yeah, he's you know, a good looking dude. He had the he had the whole quaff. No, yeah. you know, you know, he had he had the Styled slicked hair back hair with the, like the gray. You I know, could see him in an Armani with a pinky ring. You know, just like, <laughs> you know, he did look like that. It's like, it looked, he looked a little hammer, but maybe not like Christopher Lee hammer. But you remember the, uh, the Karnstein trilogy? You remember those? You mm-hmm. probably, okay, oh, good. But you remember the, like, some of them, cause you, yeah, we watched some, oh, didn't man. we? I, not for this show, but I love the Karnstein trilogy. And you know, like later, you know, maybe in the second one and whatnot, we get the, we get the, we get, uh, Carmilla Karnstein. We got that vampire. Right. Who's like keeping tabs on her and stuff. And he's handsome and he's got that little gray, gray yeah, part he's of, got that little just to gray. show that he's a mature man. Yeah. You know, but sexy is all balls, you know, it kind of yeah. reminds me of a little uh, Udo Kier. Can I say that? Okay. For those, he, ooh. He looks yeah. like he looks a little bit like Udo Kier, but he's got the he's got the blue eyes and the and the dark yeah. black slicked back hair. He is handsome as all. He just looks like a man that can get some ladies. Well, you know what? Not only does his look help him get the ladies, but let me tell you something about how this guy Count Yorga gets the ladies. Okay, yes, well let me let me tell you a little bit about this movie before I do that. Um, as they're doing this seance, okay, as the, the dudes are dicking around, Count Yorga's like, listen. Can you guys be serious for one second, please? Yeah. Because I need to talk to you a little bit. We need to get this shit going. Can we get this shit going? And uh, basically, he get he they're they're trying to contact Donna's mother, and uh, Donna actually ends up panicking and passing out. She ends up fainting. She has a freak out. Well, yeah, sure, it's a freak out, but I'd like to say she's fainted because I'd like to keep her classy because. You know, she turns out to be a hot piece of taint later on in the movie. Oh. Um, if I could just say that right now. Um, anyway, uh, but you know what's funny? She's, she's freaking out as she's going into her little fainted state. Count Yorga uh-huh. helps her out there. You know, her friends are trying to get doctors and shit like that, but Count Yorga's like, listen, I'm going to hypnotize you. Yeah. And I'm going to say, you know what, baby? 
you need to wake up and you need to get your shit together. Yeah. But that's what he says on the outside. But on the inside, he is Count Yorga the vampire. Yeah. And he is using his quote unquote glamour abilities. Oh, yeah. And he's telling her, listen, Donna. You will listen to me. You will listen to me and you will come to me whenever I need tasks. You know what? I will. Let me ask you something. You know the old question, you know, we get it on Facebook a lot. Hey, you know, if you're going to be a superhero, what superhero power do you want? Do you want to be invisible? Do you want super strength and whatever? I want to be able to hypnotize bitches. And say, you will masturbate to me tonight. I, You know what? I wonder, you know, that would be great, okay? And if you masturbate, you will call me. <laughs> And tell me you're masturbating. <laughs> over the phone, because I'm probably going to do the same That's over disgusting. the phone. That is disgusting. Why are we, why are we lowering the level of class on this show? Come on. Um, anyway, so basically they got, they got all shit going. Listen, I have a note here. Can I just say something? As he's talking to Donna, as he's hypnotizing her, he's yeah. talking to her through telepathy. Sure. And you know what? He must be from Englewood. Because he is up to no good. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I apologize like for that. that. But, uh, you know, so basically he's like, listen, when I call on you, I need you. And that's what's going on. But the movie really gets going when the seance ends. And uh, Erica and her boyfriend give Count Yorga a ride home. You know, they're, they're taking the VW bug, the red VW bug. Yeah. Okay, and they're like, hey, let's go ahead and take uh, Count Yorga back to his house. Well, it turns out. you know, he's classy, motherfucker. Of I course. mean, he's classy. He with doesn't drive himself. I don't, he doesn't even have a car, though. <laughs> he's, he doesn't have a driver. <laughs> Bruda, put him behind the well, wall. Well, I don't know if I'd want to have Bruda or quote-unquote Igor driving After a good that. seance, dude, I don't <laughs> want to get in a V-dub. You know, and have some people drive us back, <laughs> unless I've got ulterior motives. Of, well, you know what? Luck would ha- as luck would have it, he's got some ulterior motives, man. Yeah. Basically, they take him, Erica and her boyfriend, uh, give Count Yorga a ride home. They take him to up this winding road to the mansion. They pass Bruda, you know mm-hmm. who we're talking about, Igor. Um, who's basically, you know, there, there's two jobs Igor could do. Okay, yeah. Gateman. Or some kind of a... Stand around in the living room. Yeah, he's just... he's. he's like, well, I do the gate for sure, but when there's no gate action, <laughs> I just stand in the living room and stare at people. I figure he does a little weeding in the manor sure. grounds. He little, should. He trims some bushes and shit like that. He's basically Igor. Can we say I'm that? willing to bet that Yorga probably pays him more than he's worth. Well, listen. Because if it's just the gate... And when there's no action at the gate, <laughs> dude, put yourself to good use. Let me tell you something. Else. The the one thing Bruda is very worthwhile because Count Yorga turns out to be an evil vampire, and he yeah. can keep that secret, okay? But right now, all he's doing is keeping the gate. Yeah. Okay. Can we? Can, can we? Yes, we can. Let's roll get past back. Bruda. We can let me tell you something. Bruda, although he probably has some mental issues and some physical, you know, what deformities, deformities and whatnot. And whatnot yeah. Uh, Wow, do we just say a nice same guy? Shit? He's probably a pretty nice dude. He just wants to make a living. I mean, as everybody wants to do. But the problem is, so uh, Erica and her boyfriend take uh, Count Yorga back to his house. And he's like, Count Yorga's like, hey, can I offer you guys a drink? Yeah. You know, Erica's like, I would love to have a drink. Yeah, her, she wants a drink. She, her, I mean, 
I don't want to be crass, okay? But she seems to be turned on by this by this Count Yorga. Dude, you look at that big old castle he's living in. Oh, he is, Let oh. me ask you this. Okay. You don't want to go into the big castle. I, I do want to go in. If you drive this guy to his house that lives in a giant castle, he's you don't want to go in to take a peek at it just to go, wow. I do want to. Plus, let me tell you something. Anybody who owns a castle like that, Probably's got some house bitches going on. Yeah, got they, some. They probably they probably serve you your scotch and water. Yeah, topless. Well, he's got the brandy bottles and everything laying around. Like I, I've never every which way but loose. I've never tasted brandy, but all I'm saying is apparently it's pretty. It's pretty classy. Okay, and this guy's got it. He's probably got some topless ladies going. But you know what? Erica's boyfriend doesn't want anything to do yeah, with it. He because, says no. The thing is, is when uh, I've never had this experience myself, but when you walk into somewhere and your girlfriend's with you, and he's obviously much more handsome than you, he invites yeah. you into a, to to have a drink. She was out the door. She was like, "Yeah, I'd like." She to was have a creaming drink. her panties, man. She was like, "Let's do it." Let's. Like we get. ain't going in there. Yeah, the boyfriend's all dicky, but I'll tell you what, he takes off. He drives the VW, the red VW, but can I say yeah. he's driving back? But you know what? They get stuck. Yeah. There was no rain that night. There was no water to hit that windy dirt road. Yeah. But except Stuck for in the mud. this one little one little part of the road that had like an eighth of an inch like perfectly for the tires. Yes. And let me tell you something that kind of made me think, "Holy shit, I do not want a VW bug because if I do, I'm going to get stuck in an eighth of an inch of yeah. freaking mud." Yeah, but I'm going to get stuck in the little mud pile right but there. But then I thought to myself, "You know what? Is this scene is kind of is kind of working itself out. That guy got some freaking taint because as he's like, oh, well, well, the girlfriend's like, should we go back and ask for help from the count? She, he's like, no, let's go ahead and go have sex in the in the VW bug. And I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe if I have a VW bug that can't make it out of some mud, mm -hmm. I'll get some sex in. And you're with the lady, and she was not ugly. And so that equals Yorga is the captain of. He mastered the elements as well. He did. He said, you know what? He's Not only am I going to make it rain or anything, I'm just going to make it be muddy in one Only spot. on like the 10 feet where your, where your van is stuck. Tire. <laughs> just the tires. <laughs> it's funny because I watched this with my wife, and my wife was like turned into a comedian. Mm -hmm. This whole thing. She's like, oh, one-liners, one-liners, yeah. and one-liners. I'm like, and she goes, you know what? Once I got stuck, she goes, you know what? I bet a sex scene's coming up. Yeah. And you know what? She was right. Yeah. What are you going to say? What are you going to do? Well, two people in the red van. Come on. Red van you know equals going. sex and Night time. times. And that's what you're going to do. Oh, dude. I, I got it. And, and that's what made me think, you know what? Maybe I'm going to go ahead and buy a red VW Bug. Anyhow, instead of, uh, you know, like I said, instead of going for help, they, they, they make the sexy time. But the problem is, is, is after they're done, which is a great courtesy, after they're done, Count Yorga attacks. Yeah. And he, he, he go ahead, goes ahead and bites the neck of Erica, you know, and, but she doesn't remember shit because he, she, he, she's been glamored. Yeah. Can we say she's been glamored? And he kicks what's his face in the, he kicks him in the face, <laughs> well, but yeah. he don't remember either. Well, like, you know, vampires know are on. in and out and they're, and they're, they're they have this hypnosis talent and all that shit. Uh, like I said, I want that to be my superhero power, man. 
Um, anyway, later on, you know, they made it out of there, okay? And, you know, both of them, neither of them died. But uh, Erica visits her doctor friend, and she's like, and I can really appreciate this doctor. I mean, he's the man. He's a man among men because he looks at her and says, listen, you know, you've lost a lot of blood. Uh, first of all, not only is he smoking in his office, yeah. but Erica is low on blood, like I said. And he says, you know what? You need to eat a mother effing steak. Yeah, eat steaks. Eat some the rare the better. Yeah, the rarer, the better steaks. You, you need to eat steak. And you, you know who that rest. was? No. It's Mr. Parker, the principal for Facts of Life. I did not the first know season that. of Facts of Life. You take the good, you take the bad, you take, take them, them both, both and there you have, have the, the Facts, facts of life. life. No shit. With Molly Ringwald and everything in I, there. He was like, I don't, know if he was, I don't know if he was the principal, but he was like the, oh, the, you know, the main guy in charge. I wish I saw Mrs. Garrett naked when she was, when she was young. I, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both and there you have the Facts of Life. Nothing? You take these both and there you have some. <laughs> Sweet taint. <laughs> anyway, so there. Everyone in Facts of Life's tits grew really long. There by that? the last season. You know I how you like, had Blair, Natalie, like, and Joe, and everyone has, dude, I got 30 foot titties right here. Right dude, now. Blair, Blair. Who is Blair, by the way? Was she Blair the, was a hot one. She was the blonde. I she had a was boner the good for looking, yeah. And, was and Joe the, was hot, too. It was Joe the brown haired. Yeah, she was yeah. the I, motorcycle girl. I always loved her. And and I like Tootie. Well, two there for a while. Because she got a couple the, seasons where she looked good too. Well, she got the braces, and she's like, you know yeah. what? She looks like a she looks like a chick that would probably lick your a hole. Yeah, you know, I mean, not to get too crass, like I said, but she does. Yeah, can I yeah. just say that? I mean, she looks like a chick that would tootie really, with braces. She would go and lick out of the her hole. Oh, she not would to go get out too crass. Pardon me, you <laughs> filthy pig. She would go out of your way to make sure that you were sexually fulfilled. Yeah. Natalie needed a little bit of hey, bro. Natalie would freaking run a marathon just to get some taint. Yeah. And that's, I mean, is Natalie the tubby one? Yeah, she was the big, you know, the she's a gal, sir. A, sorry, she don't big, mind. Listen, I'm a tubby dude. I can, I can like look at other tubby chicks and say, oh wait a minute, she's the fat one. Do you know? Remember that? I did not get that. That silence of lamps. Dude, that was a perfect Buffalo was she Bill. A fat one? Yeah, she was kind of fat. Yeah, dude, that was that's a perfect Buffalo Bill impression that you just did right there. But do you know Blair became the uh, Velma of the newer uh, Scooby Doo uh, Adventures? No, I didn't. Yeah, there you that. go. Now you know. I just laid some knowledge on you. But let's get back to Count Yargus, shall we? Um, the, uh, the doctor tells her to eat some steaks. Okay. You know, but I'll tell you what, I don't think that he meant, uh, still alive steaks. I mean, rare, but not still alive. And I, I really, no. I really don't think he meant cat steaks because I'll tell you what, man, Erica's caught chowing down on a live cat. Kitten. You know what? She looked like she just got a red wings. I mean, she's got like all yeah. this. All, well, I guess it makes sense because uh, she was eating a bloody pussy. Can I say oh, that? But I, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. My, yeah, that little kitty. I was like, Dad, you, she's this bitch is eating a kitty. <laughs> and it was really rough because you know how much I love kitties. Anyhow, bottom line is the group of friends talk. You know, there's a bunch of dudes who are trying to protect their ladies, which is fine. Um, and the doctor's one of these guys. The doctor actually brings up the fact that maybe Count Yorga is a vampire. You know, and they discuss back and forth, a lot of discussion. Hey, how about that? Let me get your thoughts on this. Yeah. Why don't you tell me what you feel, how you feel about this? You know, talk to talk to talk. Mm-hmm. 
Count Yorker may be a vampire. Why don't we go hunt him? Why don't we go visit him and try to find out what's going on, shall we? How about the doctor when he's laying in bed with the lady and he gets on the phone with the with the cops? Oh yeah. And then they and, and she goes, But what did they say to you on the phone? And he says they said I was only the 47th person to call in and say that the, there was a vampire on the loose. And the problem is, is the girl that was in bed with the doctor, she was pretty insecure. So he's like, what if I told you that I think Count York yeah. is a vampire? She's like, I would totally believe yeah. you because there was a dead baby. She was the best actor in the whole thing. She's and like, it's like, I would say there is vampire because they found a baby down by the river that was totally <laughs> drained of its blood. Yes. He's like, I'm going to get on the phone. And, I'm, and you know, the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, and, 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 and remember, I'm watching this with Amber, thinking, you know, they need to show her tits. If they don't show her boobies, then I'm going to be pissed Mill. off because she is worthless other than that. But Mill. like Nine. I said, man, here is these, here's these dudes that are like trying to protect their ladies, you know, trying to protect their lady friends because they're a whole little group and they're like, you know what? Count York is a mother effing vampire. Yeah. Let's go take that dude out. I think he's a vampire. Well, you know what? Whatever. You know, they, they do a lot of discussion. Can we, can we, can we just do that? They decide to hunt him, which, you know, maybe doesn't make sense. Um, because, uh, Listen, this dude, Count Yorga Vampire, all he wants to do is to bite ladies on the neck yeah. and collect brides. Yeah. Hot lady brides. And we find out later on in the movie that in this awesome L.A. mansion, he's got a basement, okay? And on this basement, he's got some slabs. And on these slabs, there is some hot taint. He's got some ladies down there. Now, before I go on, I got to mention one thing. Okay. This was PG-13. I did not know that before we went into watching this movie. And so the only the only kind of nudity that we saw was Donna's sheer nighty, you know. And she's yeah. she's wearing the sheer nighty and you know, basically the bottom line is this movie there's a lot that goes on, a lot of dialogue, a lot of, you know, this and that. But the movie kind of turns out to be Count Yorga trying to collect quote unquote wives for himself. Yeah. You know, in his basement where he's got a throne and he's got some, you know, some places for hot Nice ladies. throne. Oh, dude. He, he had he, it quite he worked decorated that shit nicely. Too. Yeah, he did, dude. He sat in there like he was a king. Like he was, you know, freaking, uh, you know, a Roman queen or whatever. Yes. But. Yes. All I'm saying is, is it was that versus the dudes who were trying to kill him because they figure, you know, the only possible explanation for my ladies not to be into me is that this guy must be a vampire. Yeah. You know, and so that's kind of the whole movie. You know, I mean, there wasn't a lot to it. I mean, not, I mean, there was a lot of dialogue and there was a lot of, you know, stuff going on here and there. But I mean, basically that's all, that's all it was. Um, and this one is on, uh, on Netflix and that's where we watched it. This is that where you watched it? Yep. Mason? Yep. Watch uh, it. What'd you think about this movie, man? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give the, I'm going to give this a new title. Oh dear. It's called Count Snorga. Oh, dude. Can I? <laughs> and you got IMDB and I'm going through the trivia and sure. it says this was supposed to be a soft core, soft core porn. porn. There was 
Nothing. Not even romance. Not Here, even close to romance. Here's in this the thing, thing, dude. Well, I, I it was, it was, it, it had no blood, no gore, no tits, no. Well, it had nudity, a little sheer ninety tits. Nothing. It was yeah. just like the best thing that I, what I really enjoyed is I'm going with Amber straight up on this. Uh-huh. And it was all about the comedy. And it, it was, was about and it the, was, totally. And it's not even like real deal comedy. Can I, it was I, like, ugh. I need to stop you for a second, okay? okay? Because Robert McCready, who played Count Yorga, okay, he was like, hey, I want to do this movie. And the director's like, hey, and the writer's like, hey, you know, which is the same dude. They're like, you know what? We're going to do a soft core. We're going to get a lot of titties, and we're going to yeah. get a lot of sensual parts in this. Robert Corey's like, you know what? I am much too classy to star. In a movie oh. about the so Count Yorga is the guy that took the titties out of the movie. Yes, and, and but the thing that is, he sucks. Is I'm I, I read all this trivia before I watched it, and as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, you know what? Oh, here it comes. They started some sensual shit. Cut, cut. You know, let's cut that out. There was even you know every. It man, was like that one scene you see of almost where you're like, oh, I think there's going to be like a sex scene. Yeah, it was like that old school. 70s let's lay on each other naked <laughs> smell each other's breath and softly kiss each other well and not not do just anything that, but in the basement where he had a throne and shit his, yeah. his quote-unquote wives woke up and they're about to make out and and, and count york is gonna watch from his throne we didn't see shit cut, cut it's cut. like oh every vampire movie that's not like a gnarly PG animalistic 13, vampire. 1972. Listen, all I'm saying is, is that every vampire movie that's not like, you know, what was that? 30 Days of Night or some yeah. kind of like rockin' monster vampire. Sure. We're going to kill you. Needs a lesbian vampire scene. Uh, can I call him a, I'll a agree vamp with spin? That. A vamp spin scene? Yeah. This almost had that, and we even saw uh, Count Jorger watching it for a minute because he had his brides in his basement and shit, but you know what? That got cut out, and I'll tell you what. I honestly even... Okay, I'm going to start... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about the good things about okay. this movie. Yeah. This movie looked great. It was kind of a hammer-esque. I mean, it wasn't a period piece. I mean, it, it was... It did, yes. It was kind of a period piece in the fact that it took place in the 70s, but that's when it was filmed. I mean, sure. it was, it's not like it took place in the 19th or 18th century or anything like that, but... The bottom line is, is it looked super good. Count Yorga, like I said, like we talked about, handsome as shit. He's a good looking yeah. dude. He's, have, a, he's like a kind of a, he kind of reminded me of a Morrissey kind of style. Absolutely. Very dude. well dressed and kept yeah. and just nice and clean. And we like, had bam. the hot, natural looking ladies with the nice titties. I'm mm-hmm. rubbing my boobs right now because I'm thinking. That we of, see nothing of. We, and well, nothing, except no. for during the sheer nighty of Donna and whatnot. And so we had all that stuff going on, which is very, I don't know if it's Hammer-esque, but it, it really kind of gave me that same type of feeling as when I'm watching a Hammer movie. And you got like the orange blood and shit like that. And yeah. that's what this movie was all about. But then you almost get some good stuff, and then it cuts. At the very beginning of the movie, they're sitting around the seance table. And uh-huh. she has her freak out or whatever. And they're like... Yo, Donna, what the hell is going? Are you right. okay? Right. And and she goes, it's just like something comes up where it's like, how do you know Yorga? Well, he dated my mom for three weeks. Right. But then she died. And then, she, and then he said, don't bury her. No, 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 no. You know, don't don't cremate, cremate her. her. Right. 
And I'm just like, uh, he's, and then he goes, I need my cape before I leave. <laughs> Listen, I need my cape. I'm like, I'm going to stop. If you. There's any good reason to go. That guy might be a vampire. It's, I'm going to stop you right I there. I believe I came in a cape. This, if you don't mind. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there, dude. Let me explain. Let me, let me talk to you. You know, I've been very personal this episode. Yeah. And I'm going to continue. Oh my God. You're going to give us another. I okay, love the kind of hammer. Aesthetic, and I do too. I love that his that his mansion was gorgeous. The, sure. the basement was 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 decorated to the nines. That there were candles, there were altars, there was all sorts of stuff going on. Sure, set pieces, wonderful, beautiful, and, and they were all handsome and hot ladies and and whatever. I love that kind of thing. I love this era's vampire movies. In fact, maybe I love them a little bit too much. Yeah. But let me tell you something. Okay. Count Yorga reminded me of a hammer or an amicus or that era's type of vampire movie. And even though those got a little bit sleazy, I mean, especially with like uh, Dracula 1972 AD and all those which were showing titties like it was their job. Yeah. I really wish, I think that if this movie... If they decided to be one of those sleazy kind of vampire movies, would have gotten sure. a super high buy for me, and it it seemed like it was on track to do that. It seemed like it was like, oh shit, we're about to see the good stuff. It wasn't scary, you know, really. No, I mean, no, I mean it no. wasn't scary, but it was very. I mean, it was very gothic. It was very moody. You know, yeah. it was all that stuff. It wasn't, but the problem is, is it just did not pay off. However, I say that stuff, but because it looked the way it did, because Robert Quarry looked the way he did and acted the way he did. I mean, he did like the face. Yeah, he was great. He did he, the face he, pose like that. Yeah. He, he had the teeth out. He is like out. one of those Bela Lugosi, Boris Karloff yeah, absolutely, style. Dude. It's like he was made for doing that. Even and though. I, I give him credit for it, that. It, it, I totally agree with you. It had every, listen, if this movie had a little bit extra, um, like, cause it went for kind of the central thing, because even it when it needed the sex in there. Well, it did because vampire movies need the sex. Even with Erica and Donna, vampires you, you are sexual the, creatures. They you want saw to the beginnings of those types next. of scenes. Yeah. You saw the beginnings and there even you saw, you saw shots of their faces in yeah. ecstasy. Yeah. Like, but you did not cut. see this. And it cut. And I was so disappointed. But saying all that, man, the the look, the aesthetic of this movie brings me back to a time of films that I happen to love too much, maybe. And I enjoyed this movie. It was silly. There was nothing scary about it. And there was like... I like the silly. For I, me, I like the silly. That was what I was into. And there was, was the even silly. some parts when like Robert Corey's lunging out of dark like yeah. corners and in the in the Dracula's wives were coming out. Uh, well, you know, yeah. he did date my mom for three weeks, then she died. <laughs> and then he said, Hey, girl that I've only met for three weeks, yeah. shouldn't uh, cremate your uh, yes, mother. mother. Yeah. And we don't know what happened to her corpse. What the hell happened? The guy's like, I need my cape, please. All I'm saying is, is that this movie could have been so much more, but yeah, I will give this movie a rent 
if it were cut differently, if it were that soft core, listen, hell, if it were a rated R movie with some titties, if it were like the Vampire Lovers, if it were the Karnstein trilogy, if it showed as much skin in that, I would have been like, this movie is the shit. Yeah. However, since it was PG-13, it kept cutting away. I'll give this a rent. You know, I enjoyed it. I loved watching this movie. I thought it was great. It was fun. It was silly, whatever. It just didn't have that extra kind of exploitative, you know, angle to it that made it excellent. You know, I, I give it a low rent, but you can see, you can see it on uh, Netflix. Netflix. But the thing is, is that, you know, it's like, there's some great scenes in there, but it's all comedy. It's all, it's all comedy. It's like that whole scene where they go to the house and they're going, so, you know, do you mind if we open the blinds? It's going to be, uh, uh, the sun will be coming up soon. And, you know, just all these little bits and pieces and how he was taking that, that, uh, the brandy. Oh, yeah. Like, do you mind if I stay for another cup? It's like, you know, oh, yeah, dude. I don't know, man. It, Listen, I it was, for the comedy bits, it was fantastic. And I enjoyed for the 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 aesthetic or the movie, I, I just couldn't. It was. I it. feel like it was a good. It was. It was put together really well. It was set up as kind of a sensual type of movie. I enjoyed it for that. But man, did it need to be more exploitative? That if this movie were more exploitative, this may have been a total high. Or just, five. I mean, the gore, the blood, everything. Nothing there. Yeah, well, there was yeah, nothing there. Absolutely. I could have watched this with my kids almost, except for, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, this is a movie you could sit down with your kids and watch, except for the sheer nighty. Because I was like yeah, squinting can, to see, try to see nipples, which I am an expert at, which was really cool. But yeah, I mean, this it, it's it's almost like a movie like this. It has. Even when even when Count Yorga goes into Erica's bedroom, yeah, that was just like, oh my god, he's got the big old, you know, he's got all the filed teeth, you right? Know, the, the whole set, which, by the, the way, mouth. did not match, the, yeah, the bite print on Two Erica's. Little bites, yeah. But then it was just like the worst fake blood ever. <laughs> yeah, you know, listen, like, you add some sensual shit to this, and this movie is one that I would love and cherish forever. But as it stands, since it's a PG-13 one, it was okay. You know, I enjoyed it. I have to admit, you know, as we're talking about, uh, move, you know, what horror has done, you know, some of the, some folks that called in were like, you know what? It makes me feel better. This is one of those movies that was like a warm, you know, warm, uh, you know, bowl of chicken soup when I'm sick. It yeah. made me happy. It was, it was good to watch. It made me feel warm inside. But holy shit, it could have been so much more. Yeah, well, I and, and it's movies like this. It's like when we did Mother's Day. Right. It's like there's some movies that I would suggest that you listen to the podcast. If you're a fan of our podcast, you listen to it. Sure. To listen to the podcast, then go watch the movie and make right. up your own mind. Right. You know, because it really is. I mean, it's. I was not deterred from the movie at no, all. Yeah. It, it, it was, you know, it was just like I was just going... Yeah, I you know on IMDb and I was like, was supposed to be a sophomore. Corp- I would have loved it to be you know soft. Dude. What do they call softcore soft porn? porn yeah. And then there wasn't a nipple in the entire well, thing. It's well, like, there was like you said, you just needed a squint, like I did. High squint. definition. Yeah, I'm, you know what's funny is we were going to do a, a movie called A Tale of Two Sisters, which is a Korean movie for this. Yeah, I uh, for this episode instead of Count Yorga, but I watched it with my wife the other, which was also PG thirteen. And I watched that too. Did you Did you finish it? Yeah. Okay. Was it good? 
Yeah, it was all right. Because but, I watched you know, it and there was, I was a like, big twist at the end. I was, was so, I was, I could not it, make it into it because it, it was so slow. Slow. It was slow as hell. And so right. when somebody mentioned, hey, on the Facebook group, they're like, hey, why don't you check this movie out? I'm like, you know what? Thank you. You've saved me from having to watch The Tale of Two Sisters, which, by the way, I own the two disc DVD set. Yeah. And I still haven't made it all the way through. Yeah, it's slow as hell. Uh, it, but is it worth the, is the payoff worth it? Eh, More or less, maybe not. Right. I not mean, so I'm so into those Asian horror flicks right it. now that it's like that is my least favorite out of everything I've really, seen. Really, because I watched it and I probably watched maybe a half an hour, 45 minutes of it, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can watch this for the show. Yeah. I just don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I've owned this movie since probably 2003 or something like that. I don't know when it came out. But right when it came out in DVD, I bought it because I heard it was awesome. Then I started watching it. I'm just like, oh. But yeah. so we we threw this movie into it, and I'm and I was totally expecting a hammer esque sleazy slash vampiric type of thing. It like, is definitely worth the rent. Uh, it's worth the rent, but it didn't come through on what I was expecting, yeah. and that's my bottom line. I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was it was uh, you know chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. It made me feel good. You know, it was nice to see the handsome Count Yorga and the whole shit going on. And there was some sexing going on and stuff like that. I just would have loved it if they just threw caution to the wind and made this how they intended to make it. That's all I'm saying. Like like right next to an Ilsa. Well, okay. You know what? Here's the thing. I've got a couple. they throw caution right out the window and say, (laughs) here's some Jack and Coke with it. (laughs) Ilsa's like. You like two greased up black ladies who are going to kick the ass of a tubby white guy? Yeah. There you go, bitch. There they would have thrown go. that in there. I'd be like, on board. Oh, dude, I would have. Bye. Bye, exactly, dude. But as it, the, you know what the thing is, is I'm reading about this. There's some interesting stuff to it. Um, I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, it started to have an X rating. But uh, AIP, American International, decided, you know, hey, we need to make this so people can see it. Um, and they cut a lot of shit out. One of the things, and this is interesting, I usually don't like to read trivia from IMDb and whatnot, but I'm going to here real quick. Uh, the most obvious cut that they made uh, from this movie is wherein Erica was having succumbed to the bloodlust. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, and, in the bed, yeah. Yes, and she's been bitten by Count Yorga's discovered with her dead pet cat in her hands. Yeah. In the theatrical version, the scene is so brief that you don't even know what the shit's going on. Right. And we barely knew what was going because on. Because when Erica's, when the window blows open, yeah. and you're like, oh, my God, her shirt is right there. Yeah, you're thinking She walks titties. to the window, you're thinking, any minute. Yes. Any minute. And you're hoping And then she does like this squeezy thing with covered up Mm -hmm. and then she just goes and lays back down in bed. It could have been so much more. And that's, I think that, that, I think that, (laughs) what the haystacks. I think that lot, that, 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 that the sentiment that it could have been so much more is the one that makes me think, you know what, this could have been a buy. This could have been a high buy. But since they cut everything out, except for what makes me, you know, feel warm and fuzzy inside, I'm going to give this a rent. Watch it when you're sick. Watch it. Not, you know, it's on Netflix. If you so got you nothing to any old you know, time. If your kids are running in and out, throw it on. There's not a lot of shit going on. You're going to love Robert Quarry. He's a handsome dude with the gray fleck in his hair. You know, it's good stuff. I mean, I hate Erica was pretty good. Well, they were. I could, go, I could Donna. Uh, Listen, uh, the I, lo- I even like Donna. I don't. 
I don't think that the women. Erica was pretty cute. Well, Erica was super hot. In fact, in fact, my wife even said, "Well, she's a pretty lady." And Mr. Parker from mm. Facts of Life, what do you say? Well, the the guy says, I asked him, hey, uh, t- so are you a PhD? He says something. Yeah, to him, and right. he goes, well, no, I don't have a practice. I'm just right. into blood testing. Listen. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was it. And it was like, oh. Oh, that's kind of weird. And how about that pump scene where they oh, were doing the whole transfer? blood transfusion and stuff? Yeah. Man, there's got to be some blood bubble or some air bubbles that go on. I thought the same. If you're just pumping away, it's like... But that's that's what I mean about this kind of, uh, you know, a horror film from this year. I mean, it's very quaint. It's very... makes you, like, have a warm feeling in your tummy, man. It's good, good stuff. I just didn't really... This didn't give me a boner. That's all I'm saying. So, I don't know. I I don't really have anything else to say except for... I would say go... It's on Netflix. Go check it out. You know, especially if you're doing something or you're watching... You're not going to miss the story. I mean, there's not... It's not deep. It's not like... You know, basically, it's it's Count Yorga's uh, fight to get more hot ladies and these dudes trying to to, to hunt down Count Yorga. You know, know, it's good and it's funny. Yorga playing a motherfucking bitch up this motherfucker he is you know he's he's out doing his business he you know what it's funny as shit too i only happen to move for where are you from oh uh six months i've been here from bulgaria and a big castle it's just handy and he totally had a british accent i know i don't think that you get that kind of eloquent british accent living in bulgaria is what i'm saying if you are a master vampire you must have castles everywhere. Uh, of course you do. Like, I'm going to go to, you know. But then you think Pismo you have Beach. like a. Sh- <laughs> I've got a castle. Just you you would think that you would have a driver too. Yeah. Uh, we're going to overlook that part. And I'm just going to give this a go I ahead and check it out on Netflix. That's basically Buddha. all it's worth. I liked him. Oh, I did too. Buddha. Brudda? Brudda? Whatever. B R U D H H. Yeah. You, you're a little dyslexic there. Brudda. It's cool. Whatever. A lot of good stuff there. That's all I got to say. You got anything else to say about this movie? That's all I got. You know, I hate to like taint on this movie because I liked it. I just didn't love it. It could have been so much more. You can see the potential, but that's all we got for this movie. That's all we got for this episode. Yeah, I guess. We made it through. We got through everything. I am exhausted. We're over. We're almost three and a half hours into this shit. I am exhausted, man. I'm, I had a great time tonight, but I am spent. Can we just say that real quick? Um, let's go ahead and recap the, uh, the question of the episode. Um, the question of the of the week. Um, what is your real life horror story? Not necessarily a ghost story or whatever, but what is scary to you? What real life story scared you pretty bad? Or what can you kind of think that you do not want to happen to you? I've got mine. Oh, I still have to, a little bit of time. I need a little bit of time to work. The bone phone number is 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. And you can probably use the bone phone up until next episode. But uh, I think pretty quick, yeah, it's going to die. But uh, the speak pipe is going to die. But go ahead and use the speak pipe up. 
pipe up until that. But use the bone phone, I would suggest. That is your best bet. But other than that, you got anything else for the the uh, lovely gentlemen and ladies of uh, that listen to the show? I would just say, bless your hearts, and thank you for listening to us. Ah, man, I am stoked after those voicemails, man. I it's say. fantastic that you guys actually listen to our horse shenanigans. I totally agree. Our bullshit. We are dipshits. Our we will turdness. admit that freely. So that means a hell of a lot to this old dog. You made me feel pretty good. You made me feel warm and fuzzy. Kind of like this movie. You guys made me feel like I just ate a nice bowl, a warm bowl of chicken noodle soup. Chicken chowder. Yeah, absolutely. I say thank you guys for listening to this bullshit. And it makes me feel good. But for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. How many people do I have?